Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fest on Raw Dog Comedy Hits Channel 99. Let's get down to it, Bopper. Buddies, it's the Ron and Fez show on a Monday. And if you are, we used to have, oh, there you go. March 9th, 2015, that's our first day back. Uh, if you're outside in the Northeast today, it's like one of those uh, films that they used to show us in school where things are melting and bears are waking up and they're playing classical music. It's just. The first hint of spring, and it's lovely. March 9th, 2015, it's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Shelby, last night was the night of too many stars. Yes. And they put together a package of things that for 10 bucks you can win... Uh, and uh, by the way, did you see the whole night? I, I saw it was great. What was the uh, piece of the night for you? I, for me, the the baby bird thing was just crazy. Like I'd heard about it, read but, it, and but you know what it was? What was that? Ninety shock jock stuff. I felt like I was watching an old Ron and Ron tape. Uh, I thought it was beneath them. Amy Schumer set. Uh, the the entire night. And that started it off. And I'm like, oh my God, we're going to be into a crazy night of stand-up. Can't wait for this. And then after that, it just got more Baby Bird and let's go into a liquor store that knows that we're coming in. Um, the way Gurian explained it to us, it was going to be madcap. This, I think, is also the coolest stuff of the night. Go over one at a time the things that people can win. By the way, you can link up to this on the Interabank today, but these are all once-in-a-lifetime prizes. The first one, you can be there for the final taping of John Stewart's show. And there's not a big crowd for those, so this is a big deal. What is that seat? Like 100, 125? Yeah, the, the room they're in. It's not like a huge Tonight Show, late night type deal, so it's pretty intimate. Well, no matter how, if there was 5,000, yeah. this is still uh, history. You saw uh, the way some of these shows end, so to get two tickets to that, it's something obviously you'd never be able to buy or win, so that one's going to be tough to beat. What else can you get for 10 bucks? You can be at the upcoming Comedy Central roast of Justin Bieber. 
which is there's going to be so many huge names there. And it's not just like, oh, you can buy one ticket for 10 bucks. You can buy 100 tickets, 10 bucks each. That gives you a better chance of winning. All right. What else you got? Drawn into an episode of The Simpsons. That's pretty damn cool. I mean, just like bragging rights and hold that, put like a picture of it in your house forever. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. You can also star in a Vine directed by Judd Apatow. I mean, it's only six seconds, but still. Well, here's the thing that's worth something. Suppose you're a young comedy writer, filmmaker, or comedian. You're going to meet Judd Apatow. Yeah. The odds of you being able to get into that thing where you have Judd Apatow's attention and then he shoots something for you for six seconds because let me tell you this yeah he's never going to forget this right so anything that you send back to him like judd here's that follow-up i was telling you about uh if i was anybody who was um looking to have a career in television or film comedy, this would be a hell of a price. It also I, happens I have a short film and a script that I write in my back pocket here if you want to take a look at yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it happens to be. Uh, what's next? This is the one that I would want. Uh, a White Castle slider will be named after you. I mean, that's... That's a one-day-only deal, right? Yes, it is. But... Now, I don't know whether you watched this last night, but when they were handing out the White Castle sliders, yes. people were going to thank you. Yeah. On the panel, which made me laugh, and I'm just like, uh, this may be a little underproduced, but take the White Castle. No one is going to follow up and see if you eat it or not. Take the fucking White Castle. (laughs) You can also sign with the Milwaukee Bucks for a day, which, uh, I mean, that's, that's I guess, a pretty good prize, but... I think you'd probably be able to get in. Yeah. I think you'd be able to get in and play a couple minutes, you know, end of the game. They shot up time. Crunch, I mean, just garbage time. Let him put up a couple buckets. Um, Ridiculous. All right, which one would you want out of all of them? I, the white, the white castle slider. Over, over the last look, John Stewart show. Over meeting Judd Apatow. Look, those are cool prizes, but a white castle slider. That's national. I mean, think of how many chains are around. How many people go there every day? We'll see the Shelby slider. Yeah. That's that's cherishable. By cherishable, you can cherish it. You know what it is? Yes. It's perishable. Is what it is. Sad too. Uh, you know the Ron Bennington got its own has his own cupcake. Just got some love from Buzzfield. He's bu- being one of the things that you have to do when you go to Chicago, and that has given me so much more pride than being on the Ron and Fez show. I couldn't <laughs> begin to tell you that cupcake is consistent. It never lets me down. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Coming up a little later on today, we're going to um, announce the next Unmasked. And um, it's a big one. It's a big television star. It's one of the highest paid people on television, which... uh, I guess makes you one of the highest paid people in the history of television because we always yeah. run up the money every year. Right. It used to be like a $50,000 a season. That was a lot, but now... I'd still take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd still say, deal! I can use that fifty grand to purchase goods and services. Um, Shelby, something about youth has changed. I don't know what it is, Yes, but you're weirding me out a little bit today. Have you physically changed your look? 
I have not. I I, I kind of changed my mind a little bit over the weekend. I did. I tried. El- I, I, I'm just saying this. Yes. You're looking at me like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. <laughs> you have your chin down and the eyes are lowered, but the pupils have come up. So you're looking at me from a very strange point of view. I feel different. I I I tried LSD for the first oh, time Jesus. over the weekend on Saturday night. Someone gave the baby LSD. Yes. You know where you're going to end up like? What? Kyle sends me 20 LSD stories a day. Kyle sounds cool. And I finally I wrote back to him, have you ever done anything else in your life? Gone to a football game? Kissed a girl? Skipped a rock? Is there any other interest? This just honestly, yes. swear to God, happened this morning. Because I can't put up 20 uh, LSD stories a day. Forward so them to me. You tripped. Yes. With a friend from college, he texted me about he he's like, oh, I know you work at Sirius. Hey, I wonder if I could come there. And I was like, oh yeah, uh, I think they're closed for the weekend. They're doing some renovations, but uh, maybe we could hang out. And then he brought me to a party in Brooklyn because he told me there was going to be like some hallucinogens. Can I just ask you a question? Yeah. Is your friend's name Fight Club? Because I don't <laughs> think there's anyone else there. There was a bunch of people there, and I thought, like, the first, if I'm ever going to do this, and I've always wanted to, I'm going to do it, like, either with somebody I really know or by myself, so some weird, really weird shit can't go down. I personally don't think it's an inner city thing to do. I think you should have been out in the country. I wanted to, like, just be on my bed, just, I can control things, I know where things are, but then, like, uh, I just had, like, a weird weekend up until then, I just wanted to just dive into something that could... What was your weird weekend? Just, like, family stuff that... I Come didn't, on, you're going to tell us your trip, be open about your family stuff, what happened? Uh, just stuff with, like, my dad's will, uh-huh. weird stuff like that, I just, bad news. Let me guess, he left yes. you donut. In a way, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, what did you expect? You disappointed him as a son. Yes. Why? This is his only chance to get even. You get nada. Yeah. And that just. And then I had like a dentist appointment. They're all over me about flossing. And then I got this text, <laughs> and I said, uh, "You know what? This is, this seems like a sign that I need to jump into this." What kind of LSD did you take? I had always thought, like I had just seen TV movies, I, that it was like a little paper strip with a cartoon character Blotter. on it. Yeah, okay. But then they brought out, like, eye drops and just started passing that around. People were putting, like, two, three in, and I didn't want to, I didn't know how powerful it really was, so I just took one. Uh huh. And then they put on some 90s Nickelodeon cartoons to watch while they trip and I hadn't felt anything yet and I immediately thought of you and how you would think that this was like totally stupid and like oh look at these stupid young kids watching these dumb cartoons while they're trying to trip like you would have probably done something way cooler way better back in your day so then I had still my day motherfucker I'll go trip with all you assholes (laughs) I didn't feel anything for like 30, I, yes, 45 minutes. I it thought takes it was going to be like, kick. wow, we're going to really jump into this, but. You're not Neo where you fucking take the pill and your hand starts to go. And I started feeling like how I get when I'm drunk, which is like, act like you're not drunk. Right. 
like try to like act like I'm an alien in this room trying to blend in with people. Like if I was drunk and people were dancing, I'd be like, okay, start start dancing, start dancing. No, that's too much dancing. Okay, too little dancing. You're, you you got to start blending in. And I started. I think I started like backing away from people just to give myself some space. I started feeling kind of weirder and weirder, and I know like things started kind of like slowing down in the room. Like people, I knew that they were like looking at me because I, but that I felt like everybody. I felt like everybody was looking at me, even yeah. though they were probably like just looking around at other yeah. things in the room. I was like, God, stop looking right at me! Stop looking right at me! I know, like the the cartoons they had put on, it sounded like everything was on a loop, even though they had to like have changed to different things. I just kept. It does does not seem like a thought out trip. You're with a bunch of people no. who all probably think these cartoons are great. By the way, if you would have called me, yes, we had already put up on the iBang a long time ago ten animated features to enjoy while you're tripping. You know what I mean? We could have got you in the Fantasia pretty fucking easy. These were all off Netflix, so I could have just pulled these up easily. Yeah, too. they would have been great for you. Shit. All right, so you're so the trip hits. Yes. Did you try to get over with your fucking old college buddy or no? Yeah, I I was trying to like stay close to him because yeah, I feel like hey we're in this together. You're not gonna fuck with me or anything. But then eventually, like he started going off. Like he's done this before, so he's like he's just really going with it. So I kind of like I go off into this other room and I'm just like sitting there and I'm just like staring at things for too long. Just like okay, I'll just try to grab onto this. That'll with like my mind in a way just to sort of maintain here's what you tried to do you tried to trip and stay home at the same time yes you know what I mean you tried to you're like the fucking type of guy that you want to go up you want to parasail but like three feet off the ground it ain't gonna happen you fucking took the fucking drop you know what I mean? Yeah. You you took the e-ticket, and now you're like saying, I want this e-ticket, but I want to stand in line, and everyone's pushing you forward. And then I, st- I started feeling it in my body more, and <sighs> I was like, okay, I like this. That'll... I, I can control this, but that, so I laid down just flat on my back, and it felt like I, I still can't fully explain this even to myself, but it was like my torso felt like it was turned around, like my butt was on the front. So I tried. Oh, kid, you were so unready for this. So I started, like, just moving my hands a little bit just to, like, okay, this this obviously isn't real, but is it really happening? But I, like, it was like my hands were on the front, and I'd, like, scratch, obviously, and I'd feel it on the front of my thighs, but it was, like, on the back of my thighs. I was like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. 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 You were tripping. Why didn't you call me so I could say no? Or call Chris so he could fucking be there with you. I, did, I, I, I didn't want to call you because this would be like, this is what you're bothering me with right now. No, I wouldn't so- have said that. I would have said, you are. Not, these are not the circumstances for you to attempt this. I feel like that you probably would have said that. I think Chris, if I had called him, he would have said, yeah, do it. Jump into that. I think that he would have told you that... First of all, you got a weak head as yes. it is. And then second of all, you know, to be inner city 
people you don't know. These aren't the circumstances that you want to try this. Your little torso still turns around. No. You're weirded yeah. out with your dad. You got that bad flossing news. You weren't coming into this from a pristine place. Uh, and it doesn't even sound like you're close with the one guy because you wouldn't bring him over serious. Yeah, there there would be a whole thing of getting them up to the right floor. I was like, no, forget it. It doesn't. Oh, they're closed. And then I was like, oh, you still want to hang out? And that ended up being cool. But all right. So the trip went. How long? How long did it last for you? It just like kind of faded out. Like I was there all night Mm -hmm. and um, until daylight. Yeah, with that point I left, and I then I, I didn't feel anything anymore. But I started to feel like really sad. Like, oh, right. things are just things are all solid. Things are the way they're yeah. supposed to be. Like I, but I wanna, I I wanna, I know I wanna do this again, but I don't know like when I'll be able to. And I know just like oh i still have those other problems that i was dealing with the day before so it's kind of weird like yes it doesn't solve the problems of reality i know i know that you would have thought because you saw some bright colors and some trails that you had fucking skipped into another reality where life can be made better because you control it with your mind yes did not happen i still need to floss better what was the best part of the trip I think, like, when it felt like my teeth were sort of, like, separate, not, like, coming out. And then Easy I was, like, to floss. Trying to, I was trying to grab them, sort of. You thought your te- teeth were floating in front of your face. Yeah, because I tried to, like, eat some chips or something. And then every time I, was, I like, bit down, it was like, holy, wait, my teeth are coming loose here. And I think I was, pro- I can't say for certain, but I'm guessing I was, like, just standing there, like, reaching out and trying to grab shit. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Because I've been listening to like that Duncan Trussell, he's always yeah. talking about it, and like I've, I never really thought about really doing it until I started listening to him, and he doesn't come at it like a from a, oh you really got to do this. Like he comes at it from like these really crazy places, and he's yeah, I understand that, but see, here's the thing. Yes, you live in a world that you could meet Duncan Trussell yes. and trip with him, right? Instead of going out some fucking weird party in Brooklyn with your friend that you don't even like. They were all And you're white. doing stuff like chips and cartoons instead of trying to be at one with the universe. Yeah, I was not at one with the universe. Sort of in a weird one way with myself. But Well, uh, I'll just say the fucking truth. At least you lived through it. You're okay. You're back here today. Here's Sean in North Carolina. What do you got, buddy? Hey. Hey, I wasn't so much a trip as it was a stroll. I wish he'd have got a hold of you, Ronnie. Maybe you could have talked him up. If I would have done anything, I would have came over there and punched him in his chest. <laughs> just chased, fucking, uh, just caved his chest in in front of those weird Brooklyn kids and then just fucking just opened fire on them. Well, if it hadn't been like a weird day before, like I probably would have said like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe it'll be like a bad trip, which I've heard. Oh, you just go with it. You just go with anything that happens. But Well, you know I now just- that your teeth were floating around in front of your face. Yes. That going with it is not always as simple as it sounds. Right. Um, all right, Matt Cullen wrote in that he thinks all you've did was Visine. <laughs> um, There's not red eye reducer. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It's the Ron Fez show. Um, 
Sounds like Shelby busted his cherry. And, you know, he's into Trip Nation now. He's my little fish boy. Yeah, I'm not. I got a name for you now. I just decided. What's that? New Chris. You are new, fresh Chris nice. Stanley. Bank it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's go over here to uh, Tim. Tim, you're on the Run of Fest show. Uh, it's actually Tom. But, okay. Uh, anyway, uh, Shelby, at what point did you start making out with your friend? You skipped over that part. Oh, shit. Look, if it happens during a trip, it's not gay, right? Uh, sure. If you wanted to believe it that way. Okay. <laughs> and plus, you're probably just making out with your arm for a while. So, it's weird, though. Despite all these things that happen, you decide that you would enjoy the experience. Yeah. I, 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 it was, like, weird, but not like, oh, my God, I gotta get out of here weird. Or, like, oh, my God, I need to call somebody or get me to a hospital weird. You it enjoyed it. Yeah. I, you enjoyed the weirdness. It, the, 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 like, the ride home, that wasn't as good, because I just kept thinking about it, and then, like, oh, shit, my life's still... still I still have these other problems I gotta solve, and then, like... What is the problem got, you gotta solve of your dad's will? That you get nothing? It was... That it's, like, barely anything, and then, like, looking back through, like, this whole thing with lawyers, that, like, like 10 years ago, he took me out of it completely, which I was, like, 13, which, like, what could I have done then that would have made him do that? So that's all these he other married things. a new chick, right? Yes. So she probably said to him 13 years ago, right. why would I marry you? You're just going to give all your money over to your kids. And he's like, no, I'm not, baby. You're my baby now. Come on, girl. Yeah. That's all that happened. Don't take it so personal. But there's like other, like when it got changed now, was he in the right mindset to do so? So it's all these, like I'm still in contact with other people and... You're like the Glenn Campbell shit. family, right? Yes. But the kids always get screwed over for the new wife. Always. That's the way it goes. You don't have a vagina that he wanted to put his penis into? Unfortunately not. You probably did during trip night. Well. So you think, um, you think at some point you're going to find some loophole that's going to make you big money? Not big money. It's more like, you know, I want my younger brother to have money for, like, school and that stuff. That so. No. A fucking kid can go up debt and debt. Let's face it. He's not that smart anyway, right? No. Not at all. I mean, really, how much fucking schooling you need to be a bag boy? Like he like, He's good at golf, and that's about it. Goonie golf or how, real golf? How much, how far can that get you? Yeah. So you're going to be the big brother who solves things. You're talking to attorneys and paying them money? I am paying them money and Good, money smart. I don't have. So it's like, that's can we smart. wrap this up quick? I mean, the chance of the fucking place that they've got to go to figure out how they can prove that somehow he got manipulated. It's it's a fucking long shot, dude. Yeah. They're like, oh, we got to get a letter here and a signature here, forms here. It's like, oh, right, not just, as, not you know as what? easy. Let me just put some fucking acid drops in my fucking eyes. That's all I really need right yeah. now. You poor bastard. You poor acid head motherfucker. Look at you. Not a friend in the world. You don't talk to your mom. You find out your dad fucking hated you. You're not flossing. I, I did start flossing last night. Let's. I want to go on record. Here. You floss with anything, it ought to be with fucking licorice whips. 
You ought to wrap that fucking floss around your neck and hang yourself. Um, here's Jay in D.C. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Million bucks. Million bucks to you, too, my friend. Shelby, how you doing? What's up, Jay? You got to be honest with me now. The people that were sitting across from you, the other people in the room that were tripping, looking at you, were they looking kind of at your lips, making any weird kind of faces or, or wanting to touch you? I certainly couldn't have believed those fucking giant lips bouncing around that room while everybody was tripping. They do seem to be getting bigger lately. They do. Like you're fucking filling it up with all your your floss runoff. I think it's the cold weather. Having to use chapstick, it makes them even appear bigger. Just glistens them a little bit. People must have imagined like that. You know that circus trick where the guy gets inside the big balloon? Yeah. You know, like. Like you pulling your own lips. Just imagine you're at some fucking Brooklyn weirdo party, fucking with enough assholes that Shelby can get in, and then you're trying to do some asset, watch some fucking 90s uh, cartoons. You know, you're fucking trying to Ed, Ed and Eddie your fucking self, and you turn around and you just see these giant lips fucking each right. other in front of you. You're sitting right next to the third Ed. Tape him down. They're going to float him away. Ugh. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, well, this is uh, this is as bad as night as when Shelby went out and got coat tit. <laughs> I would have paid to. I would. I would. Might. I might enter a raffle to to take a little. Uh, I what? What they poured it in your eye, Shelby? We didn't pour it. It was just a drop. <laughs> You just dropped it in your eye, and that was it. What everybody was doing? What the hell's wrong with you kids? You could put that shit in a pill. Yeah, uh, you know they want to. They want to be their own generation. You got to give them that. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Hey, Psycho Bob. Hey, Shelby. I'm really worried about you. Next step's going to be heroin. You got to be careful, man. It's a gateway drug. Do me a favor. Mix it with fucking coke, would you? <laughs> Speedball yourself into a goddamn early Belushi death. Well, I'm glad I only did one drop because then the next, like yesterday, I was looking up, like, oh, about eye drop LSD, and then it turns well, out like one drop can actually contain like three to four hits. So then I could, if I took like two or three, that could have really fucked me up. Well, that's always the thing with that. How big do you know a drop is going to be as yeah. it is? Two, even when you're doing acid, this hasn't been put together by a pharmaceutical company that's right. got somebody overlooking it, you know? <laughs> this is a couple of fucking weirdos in a in a garage somewhere. You know, you're always uh, throwing the dice with that shit. But at least it's only your brain yeah. that you're playing yeah. with. That grows back. Dear Duncan Trussell. Well, looks like I've joined your tribe. <laughs> so that's... Are you going to write to him now and tell him how yeah, happy you are? I'm, I am. Uh, you're always trying to get him to do the show, but he never comes out east, right? Yeah, I, th I think he's coming by late next month. Why didn't you wait for him? I'm sure he would have taken you out. Well, I... I, I what, am I going to save... Take the drops with me? <laughs> no, he'll have. We'll have connections. We're in radio. Yes, that's not the problem. But I would have liked you to be with a better guide than a fucking weird friend who once molested you in college, and now is trying to use you to get into serious. Oh, and by the way, yes. I've never seen this acid head before, but I'd switch him. I trade him straight up for you right now. Tony is not a radio person. <laughs> Neither are you, oh, unless you've noticed. Walk right into that one. Yeah. Unless you've noticed, you fucking go, your mind goes away during a show quite a bit. 
you were uh, running a board on um, Bennington, and I threw it out the break or something. I just see you looking up at the ceiling. Like, oh, I wonder where my dad hid any money at. <laughs> any coffee cans? How much did you expect to be left by him? Some. I mean, give more. me a number. Maybe like a hundred. Okay, what did you get? Um, I don't know, a lot, lot less. Like, why are you afraid to say? I don't know, just... I, I know the actual number and... Is it ten? No. Bigger? Less. Three? Around that. Okay. So you got three G's, and you expected a hundred, right? I know how much was in the pool, and, uh... I, I at least wanted a slice of pie, not just the crust. What have you talked to your uh, ex stepmom? They've advised me not to yet. What's she doing? Driving on a fucking jag right now? <laughs> well, she sold the Porsche. I thought I'd at least get a cut of that. Jeez. Break Maybe you should have been nicer to her. I was plenty nice to her. I we can't were. imagine. I know you. You're a creep. Um. Here's Scott. Scott, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, buddy. There you are. Shelby, you, uh, you sound freaking strong, man. Uh, I think LSD worked for you. Open your mind up a little bit. You're just hitting on all cylinders. He really has came in here. He actually had a beginning, middle, and end to his story, which is phenomenal. It's usually a Rocket. beginning and kind of an end. No, it's a beginning, back to a different beginning, <laughs> and then a third beginning, and then a just stopped. Beginning, <laughs> not a middle, and then please leave the room. <laughs> uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I'm doing the show with uh, Tripp and Shelby today. What's up, bro? Not unlike uh, Slippin', what's his name on that? <laughs> Slippin' Jimmy. Slippin' Jimmy, which is the coolest name ever. That's on tonight or tomorrow night? It's on tonight, and I think Joe DeRosa is actually going to be on the episode tonight. I can't wait to see what do they have him do. Doing what? I don't know. I, maybe he'll be. Maybe he's going to hire another crew to do a commercial, and he'll be like the sound guy. Well, I can't wait to see. Who did you hear that from? It was on Joe DeRosa's Twitter account. Yeah. I had to keep up with. Hopefully, uh, that DeRosa will be on there to do new material. Seinfeld, my favorite bit in the history of the world. Maybe Seinfeld's going to sue him. <laughs> Saul, I'll get him out of that. Maybe Saul can help you get some money out of your, uh, your old stepmom, who you've never talked to since your dad died. I've talked to her once, and then the Your whole... dad have a nice big insurance thing? Yeah. That always happens when you die younger. Yeah. Nice thing for everybody around you. Yeah. Well, should be. You know, most men don't have a will. They want everything to go to their wife to be divided up by her. Like, most men don't even go, oh, I want my wife to get this and my kids to get this. Yeah, but it's like we we ended it. It's not like oh, I can totally see why he did this, but no, we end, yeah. we ended it so good. We ended on such a great term. Just doesn't, didn't really make sense to me. All right, you ended what his life on great terms? Yes, like there was no oh, I wish I had said this. I wish we had hashed this out. There was nothing like that. So, well, I don't think it's personal. Yeah. I just think that he thinks that you're a man and you can take care of yourself. 
yes, but I like I they showed like oh this is what you would have gotten before he just suddenly changed this within the last year and it's like okay I get how much would you have gotten a lot more than that. why are you just saying a lot why don't you give me specifics at least I believe it was seventy five which okay. Okay, it's like it's one thing I don't care how much I get I ha I'm I'm an adult. I you say that constantly. I'm working, but, but I my like my younger brother. He he had money for school, and then all of a sudden, oh, you don't get anything. Why do you think he did, your dad did this then? I the what I'm thinking is that he he was told to change it, and he was not in the right state of mind to do so. So now you got to turn around and prove that your father wasn't in uh, the right state of mind a year ago, right? Correct. It's a tough thing to pull off. That is a uh, tough thing to pull off. Um, here is, uh, let's go to Charlie, Charlie in Jersey. You're on the Ronnie Fest show. Ronnie B., now that Shelby has done LSD and you and him are kind of, you know, c- connecting, I'm kind of curious what Fez will do to try to get that connection with you back. Are we going to mainline heroin? Are we going to do rails? I mean, there has to be some follow-up to this, sir. I think a connection to me is the last thing Fez wants. Um, here's cigars and scotch. Well, first, Shelby, are you experienced? Have you ever been experienced? This is where we'd be grabbing. No, that's not the... There's actually a song called Are You Experienced? Kicked into Shelby's brain. When his lips started bouncing around. If you can just get your mind together, then come on across to me. We'll hold hands and then we'll watch the sunrise from the bottom of the sea. But first, are you experienced? Have you ever been experienced? Well, I This is just Shelby sitting there. Everything's moving back and forth. The whole thing turns into waking life. I wish this has been, like, what had been playing, but there was actually a uh, really angry hip-hop playing, which I would have enjoyed in any other situation. Like, I remember one... It's not, it's not tripping music. No, it was, I remember one song was just, fuck that bitch, over right. and over, and it started getting really, really, like, just pounding in my head, and I was like, can we put some nicer on? That's yeah. how I feel all the yeah. time, listening to angry hip-hop. Can we put something else on? <laughs> Something is a little more soulful. Uh, let me prove it to you. You just sta- staggering around, just fucking grab some Chinese guy and and uh, screaming in his face. What happened, Dad? <laughs> Where's the money? Is it because I don't floss? <laughs> is it because I don't floss? I know where the money is. Where's that? I think his father didn't want him to know about the the stepmother to know about the uh, money changing. I would open up that Barney doll. There's probably a hundred grand in there. I'm sure. 
phone inside. And that would be my favorite thing, is if that's where the, <laughs> the money turned out to be. And wait until Why dark. Why else send it? Why else send it? Talk to you later. Seeing us. Annie, uh, we just missed a lawyer from San Diego that wanted to explain to you how to get the money. San Diego. And she was gone. She probably drove into a tunnel. That mid-morning San Diego traffic. Here's the only way that they would have proven that your father wasn't of right mind. Yes. If he would have left you some money. Yep, you left your brother everything, none you. Yep, well, this checks out. It's all good. And to my two sons from my first marriage, fuck you <laughs> in your asses. Oh, let me change that to mouth and asses. In the mouth, out the ass. That's what I got. Bupkis. Well, trippy trip trip. Well, Osley, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I mean, I think you understood on your big trip you don't need money anyway. You know? Yeah. Your currency is the universe now. I have all the elements, and those are free. Exactly right. Um, Going to announce the Unmasked coming up. And... uh Shelby, this, you said, was an idol of yours when you were a kid. Yes. Because uh, you've always seen yourself. You said in your neighborhood, you were the ducky, right? Yeah. Um, So let's go over this. Let's see what this gentleman has done in his career. He has appeared in Pretty in Pink. In Superman 4, by far the best of all the Supermans. Others don't come close. As a matter of fact, my only problem with Superman 4 is they didn't start with that. (laughs) Hot Shots. Uh, He did the TV show Partners. Uh, Stay Cool. Due Date. But as best known, I'm sure... Has uh, being half of the two and a half men. Um, John Cryer is our next unmasked. Here at almost some applause. Uh, He's got a brand new. Please turn the music down. Thanks. He has a brand new autobiography out called "So That Happened," a memoir where I'm sure he talks about Charlie Sheen. Quite a bit. So basically, what we are selling to you is an hour full of crazy Charlie Sheen stories. Just one would satisfy me. I just can't. Char- Charlie Sheen uh, chased me with a claw hammer would be perfect for you. He ran my car off the road. It flipped a couple times. That had to have happened. This is happening Tuesday. April 7th, right here at Sirius XM Studios. So that's just a couple of weeks ago, away. Tuesday, April 7th, 3 o'clock, here at the Sirius XM Studios. So that happened. A memoir. Uh, John Cryer, unmasked, should be a hell of a lot of fun. And hopefully, history-making. Hopefully we can hear one crazy... Maybe a uh, an asset story of Charlie Sheen's that you that you can relate to. 
That's the only way I'll be able okay, to Okay, the wait. attorney has called back for you, Shelby. Thank God. And maybe this will be some help. Uh, hi, Annie. How are you, darling? Good. How are you? Good. So, I, I this is in New York, so, right? Where yeah, his dad is? New York City. Uh, well, so, no, he, he was he died in Pittsburgh. Yes, uh, I believe. Well, the, the, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about Pennsylvania law, but I'm going to assume it's similar to California. Um, most of the states are, but this is kind of a common common situation where kids from first marriage and stepmom uh, kind of have a beef over who they, who's going to get it, and most fathers do set things up so that kids get some and wife gets some. Um, but the situation of changing things towards the end when dad might not have been at his strongest point is also pretty common. And um, he can go to a lawyer and try to find out if dad's medical records show maybe dad was incapacitated, maybe mom unduly influenced him. Um, that's the, the kind of fight that happens all the time these days. Yeah, but let's play this game. How much money is that going to cost them? Um, a lot of money. Yeah. You're looking at lawyers cost, you know, $400, $500 an hour. And so if he doesn't pull it out, he's way in debt. And at most, you said you hope to get was seventy five grand. Yeah, I, I, I went over it, and I have, like, an option where I can really, like, go for it all. Like, and, but that'll, co- if I don't get that, then that'll just cost me a lot. Or I could do something that might cost me less and just say, hey, let's just, whatever there was, let's just split it right down the middle. Which, I, that's... I would be happy with that, but I'll just gonna have to go over. Here's the thing: people. Why would she split it down the middle? What's in it for her to do that? You'd now, if for her to split it down the middle, it would mean that she could prove that you could prove that somehow when he was high on oxys, she took his hand and had you know made right with it. But he was here in that time period, right? He came to visit. Around that time period, I I don't think I think it was changed after that. So that's what can but, that's what confuses me. Changed, when it was changed to, to, so that you only get the three thousand, but before that you were only doing seventy five. Yeah, yeah, that's not worth fighting over. If before that you were getting half, that's worth fighting over. But if because each document stands on its own, so if you have a uh, amendment and it says you get three thousand and you win and you say dad was incapacitated i win then it just goes back to the one before that and you have to fight over that one and prove that one's invalid separately yeah I, i'm really not i it came as a shock to me so i'm really not you know, sure what to do it's not a shock to the rest of us really you saw yeah. us coming i would have thought that your dad would have tried to figure out some way of fucking you over before, you know what I mean, as the final joke. Wish you had told me this. I just saw the way you treated him. And, uh, I, you know, I did not... F- you threw... He sent you a keepsake and you threw it in the trash. I think he knew that that was a joke. He didn't send Dude, me that. Dude, I talked to him. I talked to him before that. He sent it to me to give to you on the air. And he said, whatever you do, don't... You know, hurt this thing 
or give it out to a listener because this is valuable to him. This is that connection to his childhood. And I'm not making that up at all. He was very adamant about that. And you acted like an asshole when that happened. An asshole. I didn't. I didn't see it that way. I thought it was, hey, it's a, it's a prank, it's a joke. I I'm telling you what he said, and I told you then what he said. He never expressed any of that to me. So I'm sure that you, you guys didn't have that kind of relationship. But do you think I'm lying by what I'm saying? No, we had a better relationship with that. We were all we we would. We would be able to mess with each other in that way. Like, I I get that he'd be able to joke with me that way. I didn't... We had never discussed before, oh, this is a precious keepsake. It was just... Why were you angry, then, that he sent it? I don't... I don't know. It just caught me off guard that he... You don't want to end up on the stand. They will fucking tear you to pieces. There's enough audio tape on this show alone. That show that you're an ungrateful fucking prick who never loved his parents. I don't think that's the case. I there, ain't love- an, there ain't enough asset in the world that you can hide from that. I am so glad he stuck it to you. Annie, justice has been served. <laughs> well, thank you, Judge Ron. All right. Yeah, it would be easy for me to be a judge. Can you do it without all the schooling? Um, well, actually, uh, in the South, uh, I'd say, yes, you can get elected without being a lawyer. That sounds perfect for me. <laughs> All right, thanks. I need to go to okay, some yeah. fucking bug tussle, shitty fucking down-home Alabama town and just just sit around and have this kind of common sense ruling over people. I'd be like this. Acid eyes, I now, not only are you not getting the, the money, but I send you, I sentence you to 10 years hard labor. Does he really fair? Judge, you'll, Judge you'll probably, Ron. You'll probably escape because you've been digging behind some Duncan Trussell fucking poster <laughs> for, for years and years and years, <laughs> and no one had figured it out. The only good thing that... Uh, that came out of this is that maybe that money was in the Barney. I don't think it was in the Barney. Um, Bill in Virginia once asked you about your acid story. Now that you're experienced. Now that your brain has popped its cherry. Bill, hey, go ahead, buddy. Hey, cousins. Yeah. Hey, uh, Shelby, the first time I did it, I, I freaked out over my feet. It, they seemed like they were gigantic. My friends were making fun of me because I was walking around like I had these giant duck feet. Did that happen to you, like with your lips maybe? Or <laughs> I, I think I was probably licking my lips a lot just to try to gain a sense of Yeah, because there was jizz all over it. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Take a meal. Hey, I, and I also have a theory about your dad. Do you think that he possibly really thought that you and Fez were dating and he just didn't want the mean old queen to end up with his money? He was very pro-gay, so if that was the case, no he'd kidding, be happy. He was pro-gay. I could tell just by the way he was dressed. Uh, here's our buddy Andy in Cleveland. Hey, guys. Uh, Shelby, um, a little, it's mostly bad news. Uh, now, you hired a lawyer already, yes? I already knew one, yes. 
Uh, okay, and they think, and they're because here's the thing: a lawyer with of uh, good standing and and who's on the up and up won't or shouldn't take this case unless they think they can actually get you the money. And I'm telling you right now, the law, unfortunately, is on your stepmother's side because of the marriage. If there was any way you could show that the marriage was null and void, that would be your best bet. Because there's a little thing, even if you blow up the will, there's a law called per sturpes. And it's how it's the law that sets up, uh, it's kind of like, you know, uniform law throughout the land about who gets what in the event that there's some, there's no will or there's no, there's no documentation. Um, and in any case, it always starts with the uh, surviving spouse. So she would get the first crack at anything, and then it would go down to any existing children. It, it's, it's, not, it's not fair, and she dicked you, but it's, you know, I just hate to see you blow your money. But here's the thing about fairness. It would be up to his dad what his dad wants to give away. And I, I can't imagine what drug I would be on if I would decide to take children out of a will without calling them first and explaining. Yeah, well, that's the, that, that's the screwed up thing. And that, 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 you know, if you can prove that he was out of his mind, but that's a long battle. Uh, my mom fought that with her parents, with her estate, and because that, you know, she went through all this. Um, it, it was ultimately fruitless. Um, and, you know, and it, it all did was rack up a huge legal bill. Um, you know, myself, we didn't have to do something like that. My, but trust me, like, I, I'm well versed in this because I went through about a five year long, uh, legal battle with my only brother about an estate and I don't, I haven't talked to him in a decade. And it, it's, I learned, I learned the hard way about this stuff really quick. Just trust me. You got it. You got to sit back and, you know, see if you can get somebody who can give you an estimate as far as what they think it'll cost you. Because all, and you have to be comfortable with that number and paying it yourself. Don't ever think you're going to get your hands on the money. You have to be able to pay that bill with what you currently have. I didn't. I did not just like hire a lawyer. Like I've known him four years, and he just he gave me the like information. It's not like we're jumping forward right into it yet. That's, well, you might want to get a second opinion. You might want to even get it. Even get somebody to consult on it for you, and just just see what they say. Because, well, you know, you know like, Annie said, look, to go for a half would be one thing. To go to 70 for 75 Gs, it ain't worth it. Well, that's a decent chunk of change, and I don't think you're going to rack up the legal bill that's going to eclipse the 75 Gs. I really don't. Uh, I mean, like, my legal bill for five years of battling my brother wasn't that bad. He, uh, because he's a pontificating asshole, put himself in the hole for the tune of 30 grand. But... Uh, you know, I had decent lawyers and respectable people, and they didn't have to read, uh, you know, 30-page manifestos about my insanity. And his lawyer did. I know, like, um, one thing they're telling me is that, like, that since my mom, my real birth mother was in on the insurance policy, like, it was made, like, while they were still together, that it wasn't, like, right, he was able to change it by himself, too, so that's something they're looking into as well. So I'm, I'm oh. really not sure. So all and you really want is 75 G's for you, 75 G's for your brother. It would, yeah, I, yeah. That's all you want. And she would get her share, too. But I, it just didn't seem, I, it was crazy to me that she got, like, this huge mountain, and I, me and my brother got a molehill. Um, here's Becky. Becky. Hey, 
um, Shelby, I have a question for you. You said you left things good at the end. I always got the impression you weren't on very good terms with your dad. Why do you think you deserved any of it? Well, we weren't. We never had a even. Oh, we managed. There was nothing that we needed to patch up at the end. Like we always talked. Like there wasn't any, like any even sense that there was like anything that I needed to even fix. Yeah, but maybe during your entire life you were a shit to him, so he felt like you didn't deserve anything. You really don't even understand how awful you come off to people. It happens here all the time. And I remember we tried to send you home to be with your dad when he was dying and you wouldn't go. And then you missed him passing away. Well, even that weekend, they there was like multiple times where they asked a nurse like, oh, does he need to come home right now? And she said, no, no, there's 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 plenty of time. Yeah, but to do we, this. we offered suddenly... you that whole entire time off to be with him and you wouldn't go. I thought there was m- like two months at least, not two days. So, Do you, Can you imagine how this is going to sound once they put you on the stand? Yeah. Because I guarantee you, if, uh, if, they, if, the, if her attorney calls Fez up, it'll be the only time that he'll feel like talking. <laughs> uh, we got a break here. Uh, coming up a little later on in the show... Uh, we're going to be visited by the comedian Sam Morrell. It's the Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy. It's Channel Buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, coming up a little later on, Sam Morell will be here, and we just announced a John Cryer Unmasked uh, for you comedy fans. Um, so many cool things that you can win by just signing up with that night of too many stars. I think it's only ten bucks to, for the raffle of all these things, Shelby. That's ten bucks per ticket, but you can buy multiple ten dollar tickets. We're all very familiar with the fact that you can buy more than one raffle ticket. Uh, some of the things that you can win last night uh, filming of John Stewart, which I think. Uh, I think you can get those tickets to go pretty much Super Bowl prices uh, because it's it's um, it's a bigger than life one. Tickets for the comedy roast drawn into the Simpsons, which is incredibly uh, cool. Have a vine shot by Judd Apatow, which I mean, how viral is that going to go? You know, if you can come up with a quick idea, hey, you're going to meet Judd Apatow. And B, you know that this thing's going to go viral like shit. Shelby's favorite, have a White Castle slider named after you for one day. Uh, By the way, do you get to design that White Castle slider? Yeah, you'll get to develop your own personal one. 
Well, you know you can't use any ingredients that they don't normally have. I would just call it the plain burger. I'd, I'd see if they could shove some ostrich meat in there and do something that, crazy with they're it. They're not going to send ostrich meat to all their White Castles <laughs> for a one day only. But I won't. <laughs> if anything, you're going to get three fucking uh, teaspoons of onions rather than two. Uh, and then you get to sign with the Milwaukee Bucks for a day. Milwaukee. Out of all the teams out there, I don't know why it's the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, but it is. How are you feeling about your T-Blazers this year? I felt amazing until their, the, he was leading the league in threes, and he blew out his Achilles last Thursday. Isn't that the worst thing that can happen in sports like Rose in you know Chicago when you've got all the talent that there possibly is, and you... You get these injuries that can't be, you know, dealt with. There's nothing you can do to improve your ACL before it happens or after. Nobody was touching him at all. He was running down the court and then suddenly just bam on the ground. The Ibanga is up two horrific, horrific uh, leg injuries. Um, and you can decide for yourself which is the worst. What's the first one here, Shelby? A horrifying, horrifying leg press video of a. Says so horrifying twice. It's it should. It's I can't believe it's so hard to watch. All right, let's see it. And just doing a leg press, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> now, why was there a video on her doing that? Maybe she wanted to check out her form. But she or... wasn't like doing it. It wasn't like an Olympic amount of thing. It was just the regular leg press, which, by the way, when you're in the gym, it's the only time that you ever really feel strong because you could say, put them all on. No one doesn't have strong legs. All right, let me see it again. <laughs> did you hear the snap? I did hear the snap. Oh God, I can't even imagine. That. So you feel the you feel the pain when something like that comes up. All right, let's go to the Italian soccer one. And if you have the audio up, even though this camera is back, you can hear the snap of the leg. <laughs> Soccer and of all the sports, getting sort of the rap is like the pussy sport, and like they're diving all the time. They have some horrific injuries. Well, you're running as hard as you can. So, um, like basketball, it's always going to be a leg injury. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, although they can bump heads pretty good, too. Uh, but that one, the snap that sounded like a branch snapped. One of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. I just can't imagine they have to then put you on a cart and then take you out. I'd just be like, put me out now. Just put Can me out Can I tell you now. something? They don't have carts over in Europe. <sighs> they still take you off in a stretcher. Guys run out. For some reason, I guess they haven't caught up on the whole neck thing the way we have in the States. So you watch it. You just see guys run out for them, lift them, and put them on a stretcher. It really looks like the 1930s. Now, here's the thing. I don't know whether you've ever had an injury. But when you get that kind of an injury, you always feel like you're going to throw up. I don't know what it is. That immense pain just makes it feel like you're going to start puking. 
Because like every endorphin is just going every which way to that injury to your brain. You don't know your body just saying get rid of something. Um, and you, I worry about this happening with that whole uncooked macaroni thing that you were slammed with last week. You you seem brittle, Shelby. I assume, Maybe that's why your dad didn't want to leave you any money. It's amazing I'm not trying to stop a subway door from closing and my whole arm gets taken the other way. It's going to happen someday. John in Florida. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, Shelby is very, very delicate and dainty now. we got to watch it out for him there. Yeah. Hey, hey Ron, you know, I've, I've, you know, it's like when you watch somebody else get kicked in the balls or hit in the balls. You kind of feel the pain, too, and I sure. never understood that. You know what's really weird is, like, my chick is a doula, so if she tells me stories, even though I don't have a vagina or the ability to know what it's like to push a baby foot, I'll, I'll still get weak knees, even when sitting down. I can feel it in my knees and my feet, and I'll be like, all right, hold the story, hold the story, because just hearing about that kind of pain freaks me. Um... It's always bizarre. Always bizarre. But that stuff, yeah, you do feel it. The leg pain. And now, since YouTube, we get to see these injuries over and over and over. Like, they wouldn't have shown that on regular TV before YouTube. No. But, and there's no, like a UFC, as great as a knockout might be, they will, the video of somebody snapping their leg will get sent around 10 times. Oh, more. yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, or an arm bar. Yeah. A fucking arm bar. I can't believe how many times, because you, you're like, because you think of yourself somewhat as indestructible. So when you ever see a human body being treated like a, a rag doll, it, replaces this fantasy that we have in our head of how tough we all are. Hey, Coach. Hey, how you doing, boys? What do you say, pal? Uh, last year, or two years ago, in the 2013 Elite Eight, when Louisville was playing Duke, that kid, Kevin Ware, jumped up. I remember uh, that. Going for a tip, and his shin snapped in half, and it was the most horrific thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. I was watching that live. Yeah. And it was one I of those things where... Even some of the Duke players started throwing up. Like, it was awful. Yeah. Like, even just people watching. It was, it was the worst sports injury I've ever seen in my life. I remember when I was watching it live, I'm like, why are all the guys freaking out about this? Because I just saw him go down. But you see that they immediately were freaking. And then on the replay, I went into... Uh, just a, uh, I'll only explain it as a Coen Brothers scream. If you ever oh, watch God. the Coen Brothers, there's always a close-up of someone just screaming, and that's how I, uh, how I felt. Um, yeah. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Horrific things. And Shelby, you get obsessed with these. That's why these are up, right? Yeah, I, I can't get enough of them, even though I don't want to watch them i still watch them and and one that was even worse than the kevin ware was paul george it was during the usa basketball over the summer uh-huh. when he yeah. snapped his leg under like that base of the hoop which i can't believe they haven't changed this yet how doesn't this not happened a million and times here's again? the other thing that you know that's probably career ending for him yeah. and he didn't even need to be there oh the amount of these that are just out there in the world are terrible todd in nebraska Hey, folks. Hey, man. Hey, what that's called is called neural mirroring. Like when you when you see somebody fall down and scrape their hands, you, you get that shock. Or when you see somebody's leg get broken, you can feel it. Uh, 
I have it as well. It's pretty common. I asked uh, Dr. Steve actually what it was, and he, he referred me to some links to read, but it's a pretty common sensation. I but guess. why don't it we get the pretty- sensation when something makes us happy? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, porn would be, it'd sell even triple if it worked that way. I don't know if it could sell anymore. I mean, it's really at. They're now saying that half of everything on the internet is porn. Half. It has to be more. I mean, just from the homemade videos itself. Are they counting those? Yes, it's half, which is an incredible amount. Um, Jordan. Jordan, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, guys. It's Gordon. Um, yeah, listen, you want to see a horrific leg injury? Look up Marcus Lattimore from the USC Gamecocks, the South Carolina Gamecocks. Um, he was their running back. was probably going to go, like, you know, top 10 in the NFL draft, and it ended his career. And oh. it, is, it is brutal. These things are awful. Now, Shelby, which one was tough for, for you to watch, the leg press or the soccer? The leg press, because that, the, the sort of, your leg can sort of bend for the soccer, but it is never, you cannot have it bend that way for the leg press. Like, it's insane how the way that bent. I don't even identify with the leg press one at all. I think <sighs> it's stupid that it even happened to her. I don't see why she wouldn't have just felt some pain and be able to stop it before that happened. But that video is getting more hits than the soccer video. And that snap going off like a gun. That gets to me more than anything. The fact that you could hear the snap coming from across the field, and it just sounds like someone broke a branch. But people are agreeing with you, and it's all about the leg press. Um, someone called this in but hung up. You're too young to remember this. This was, this was the reason that they don't replay it on television. It's the Joe Theismann... Uh, Monday Night Football, I guess from the early 80s when he got hit by LT. And you just see his leg bend in the way that they don't go. Like, let's suppose the knee bends north to south, his leg bent east to west. People watched it on Monday Night Football back when that was the number one show on TV. They re-showed the accident so many times that the next day... Instead of yelling at football for being a dangerous game, they all the papers yelled at uh, ABC for being scumbags and showing it over and over. Every time I see a leg snap video like that, I always have to start walking, like get up and start walking around just to make sure mine are okay. Who are our interns today? Just MK. Here, pass me one of those waters. I'm going to take that, but MK's got to stay up. That one will do for me. Okay, has to stay on top of things, you know. I can't have him go for life. Ah, refreshing. I'd like to do a commercial for water right now. I know what the... I got the fucking tagline. Water. Drink it when you're thirsty. (laughs) Simple to the point. simple to the point. It's all right there. Uh, These videos are up on the iBank today, and they're pretty horrific. Uh, Andre in Baltimore. Andre. Yeah, the uh, the worst one that I ever saw was, uh, I believe it was from the late 80s, and it was Sid Vicious. Got his leg snapped in a chair. Last time you ever saw Sid Vi- Vicious, right? What the, what's that? I mean, it was the last time we ever saw him. I think he was gone after that. Oh, it was horrible. His leg was lifted up, and his 
foot was just kind of flopping around yeah, like his, one of those water snakes. His, his, yeah, his foot just seemed like it wasn't connected except for by skin. It was yeah. terrible. Um, yeah. Here's Ben in Illinois. Yeah, there was one a few years ago. Uh, Sean Livingston, when he was with the Clippers, uh, his knee went one way and his leg went the other way. And then there was a story when I was a little kid uh, in grade school. We had field day at the end of the year, and they always had a tug of war. And uh, all of a sudden, this I was walking by. They were doing the tug of war, and I hear a snap. I thought it was the rope breaking, but it ended up being a fat kid falling on a girl's leg and snapping her femur. Oh, and then she just God. Screaming. Fat kid fell on a girl's leg would be a... Ugh. It should be in the cover of the New York Post. Fat kids falls on a girl. William F. Um, Baldwin uh, just posted his knee injury on our Twitter. It's a picture of his knee after he tore all through all three ligaments on a kickoff return. I didn't even know that. Oh God, that's disgusting. This is this is what keeps me from being a doctor. Where I'd have to tell people, you're too disgusting for me to deal with right now. Ugh. When I was in elementary school, we had a weird music teacher who would have us play Limbo. Is this who touched you? He had to have done some things, but he would like get like, okay, this time where you have to do like a cartwheel over the bar, just do something weird, and I like was gonna attempt it, and I was like, no, I can't. I can't do this, so I sat down, and then girl after me just, like, awkwardly threw herself over and just snapped her clavicle. Did you yell, see? Yeah. See? But I guess he didn't know how bad it was, so he just had another kid just walk her to the office, probably while she was about to pass out from Smart. pain. Smart. Instead of dealing with it, uh, let's walk around on that broken clavicle. The principal is going to... Here's another weird one. It's up on the iBank today. Uh, and this is a photographer who only takes pictures of people encased in honey. Now, I'm going to tell you, these pictures are gorgeous. You can't get around that. They're surrealistic. But at the same time, anytime I think of myself encased in honey, I feel like I'm going to choke to death. <laughs> Just that thought of that, I feel like I, I won't be able to breathe. Like, I don't even like to have a little bit of honey on my hands. And I'm not one of those, oh, it's on my hands people. But honey is something you immediately want off your fingers. Yes. You don't want it to start and harden. Now, look at some of these people. Keep going down. The dog really freaks me out because that dog wouldn't know part of this. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> and yet, look back to the dog. Hard on? <laughs> I mean, it seems like the dog is excited to be in honey. Uh, the fat lady looks like she's a melting candle. The baby, this looks like it should never happen. That's like a- <laughs> someone should go to jail for this. Yeah. Uh, go down some. All right. And the sexy people, it looks like something her- horrific happened to them while they were having sex. Like an evil demon did something to them. This is kind of like in the Matrix when he comes out of that goo for the first time. Ugh, I I hate it. At least with the goo, you can spit your way out of it. I think it's going to take you a while to be honey free. The scrub, scrub. It's uh, yeah. How are you going to scrub though? Because it's sticky. You can't scrub glue, and it's 
It's too glueish for me. Even if you were po- having just gotten a shower, it's still gonna. It's so viscousy. It's still gonna flow off of you really uh, slow. Define viscous to me, so I understand. Viscosity. It deals with the thickness of a liquid. All right. So it's the thickness of the honey. Not to. Rem- to, to it's also, you know, insta glue. This is a glued thing. A, like the water, not viscous, your honeys, your oil. Do we agree that it's beautiful, though? Yes, it's stunning. And yet, it's also horrific and disgusting. I, I, just, I would just worry about getting it in my nose. Like, Oh, nose? Uh, not being able to breathe is fucked up. Like, it looks like it could just harden over your nose and mouth. And then what? All right, people writing in, it's got to be photoshopped. No way. No, a photographer doesn't photoshop shit. That's just weirdos on... who? What magazine put this up? Slate? I think Slate would have to say, look at all these p- people we photoshopped like they had honey on them. I think that they have that kind of commitment. Um, here's Tony in Chicago. Tony. Hey, buddy. Um, so a family friend had just moved into a new house, and they had a housewarming party. Um, they lowered the hoop on the, the basketball rim outside the house so that a bunch of middle-aged white guys could go dunk. He, uh, The guy who just moved into the house went to go dunk, and the tendons on the lower part uh. of his kneecap let go, and his kneecap slid up into his thigh. And I, I, there was no sound that went with it, but... The screaming of him afterwards will stick with you, you know, for quite a while. Those those tendons things. I mean, it's so painful. It takes forever to hear. And uh, I remember Fez's brother, the night that the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, right. took his Buccaneer flag and was running through everybody's front yard, <laughs> and then blew out his <laughs> knee and his tendons and was like laying there next to a Buccaneers flag. Uh, he's coming to visit Fez tonight. I gave Fez a bunch of restaurants in the area. I'm sure we'll hear about it tomorrow if Fez is up for talking. Today wasn't a talking day for Fez. But that's worked out for new acid head Shelby. It's, it's really, it's helped me out. The acid just opened up my brain here. Is it the acid or the fact that, you know, you know the spotlight is on you right now? Maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. Maybe Shelby could take Fez and his brother on a little trip. I don't think Fez wants to try to convince his brother that he's in a relationship. I think that was only done to hurt his mom. (laughs) Oh, I figured, though, that Shelby could get some more acid, though. Three of them could go on a little trip together. That'd be nice. Just dose them. (laughs) Just Um, here's, uh, Here's Otto in Boston. Hey, Otto. Hey, hey, Ron. Hey, Acid Eyes. Hey. Do you remember the Super Bowl? I think it was Cincinnati against the 49ers and Bengals. I think center Kim Crumry went into the pile head first, and his leg was flipping around like it was only attacked oh. by tendons. Why, why do people want to do this? Why are we repeating it? I, I felt like my I, I felt his pain that second. The legs are the worst because if it happened some weird shit with your arm, you can at least walk yourself out of there and kind of hold it up. I got one that's up, even but. worse though. Anything that happens with the neck. If I'm watching a fucking football game and a neck injury, and everyone starts to pray around that guy, I can't even hang around for it. 
I got to be like, okay, I'm going to the other game. Let me just come back and tell me that there's good news. Because I don't wish a neck injury on anybody. I wouldn't wish a neck injury on ISIS. One of the worst parts, actually, about the guy from the Blazers blowing out his Achilles is that Kobe Bryant, he blew out his Achilles, and then he designed these, like, shoes that they would help people, like, it would preserve their Achilles, like, it would prevent the injury, make it less likely to happen, and the guy in the Blazers was wearing those shoes when he blew out his Achilles. All right, someone on Twitter asked if there's the possibility of a new corporate fez. Is that what's going on? No. Corporate Chris, and I'm starting to think some really big things are going to happen for him. I really do. I really believe in that. I think we might end up going like this. Mr. Stanley, I had no idea that I didn't get that done. I'll get on that immediately. Now, where exactly is the harassment video? I'd like to take the test right now. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. The Today Show comes to you from water. Drink it when you're thirsty. It's water. You wouldn't even need to have the full 30 seconds for the ad. Just get out in quick 10. Water. We can spend the rest of the time with the dog eating spaghetti. (laughs) I would also, I think if I was working on it, try to do some kind of what? Her? You know what I mean? Like... Like, uh, you know, turn this into a girl that we're all going, what? Her? No. What her? What her? For the dog covered in honey, it seems like, like anim- this would be the story making the rounds of like somebody, oh, they punished their dog by covered in honey and throwing it in the backyard. But- Peter should be mad at this. Um, any kind of gay organization should be mad. I think I saw an Asian in there and anybody who gets mad that Kids are covered in honey. The dude that has honey in his beard is really freaking me out. That's going to take forever to get out. And yet, does, doesn't does he look just like you would imagine Poseidon to look? Yeah. You can't put your... Those people were like all over Dr. Phil getting in trouble for putting their kid in like a cold shower when he was bad, but covering him in honey, you'd I think, don't even remember that. You're not allowed to put your kid in a cold shower? No, it's like just punishing him. She turned the water all cold, put him in there, and oh, you can't do all that. All right, then it's back so to punching him in the kidney. How's that? <laughs> Everybody feel better about it? You want him pissing blood? We'll do it. Um... Anderson Silva's name has been sent to us a couple times for worse leg injury. I don't like to. Uh, I, I wish that did. I wish never that this went down like this because people just want to add more. Uh, Chase in Dallas. Chase. Hey Ronnie, um, there's a terrific one that I've seen that is Corey Hill. He kicks the guy with a shin and he breaks his shin then. But he doesn't feel it due to the, uh, due to oh, the, uh, stop. Yeah, he goes to plant. He goes to planet, oh. and the ref can't even look at him. I, I, I think I, I, I think I want to tap out of these leg injuries. We should have taken like a hint from Murder Ball, that like documentary where they're all in wheelchairs. But we should, even if we're able to walk, we should just play basketball in wheelchairs. Man, I love Murder Ball. I love the sport. And I love the documentary. Uh, by the way, a lot of people are bringing up to me about uh, our buddy Big J crying on Jenny Hutt's um, brother's show, uh, podcast. You know about this? Yeah, Brian Koppelman. 
But what do you know about Big J crying on there? He briefly cried towards the end, just talking about his show with uh, Dan Soder. Why is he crying? Well, it was like they then they got into like you know other troubles he might have had and like you know comedy and how you're never specific yeah. when it comes how, to something like this. You try to play it down he an, instead of playing it up. I will get together. I'll I'll try to get in touch with Big J about this. Uh, but I don't like to see my buddy crying. You know what I mean? I've been through this before. Oh, no more, please. If you feel like you want to tell us about a sports injury or something horrible, um, you know, I, I don't want any part of it. I just don't want any part of it at all. And this lady in the video and this soccer player, they would had to have seen all these other videos that people are bringing up and thinking, oh, this will never happen to me. This, this just happens Could to Could happen to anybody at any time. Yep. Could happen to anybody at any time. That's the problem with it. Um, here's Jackie. Jackie, you're on the Run of Fed show. A documentary on on Bob Sass, and yeah. I wondered what you thought about him. Well, I, you know, what's weird is one of my kids worked on that documentary, so I got to see it uh, with Bob Fass. Um, oh, wow. But that's the kind of talk radio that I first, you know, kind of fell in love with. Um, right. And it, it doesn't get done much. Well, he's a he was a New York personality, and when you do public radio, you normally only work once a week or twice a week. You know they don't give out full shifts for that kind of thing. Uh, but you know it's a sign of his life and times. You know. Right, right. Um, um, one more thing, I was wondering if you ever met or what you thought about uh, Ronnie Binheimer. Uh, from from L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I never met him. I saw the documentary on his life. He reminds me of Jeffrey Gurian. He's like the Jeffrey Gurian of of rock in 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 Los Angeles. You know, he's a real character. Yeah, I, I, he was. I, 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 he's a weird dude. <laughs> okay, well, but we could we could end up doing the same almost exact documentary about Gurian. As Rodney, and the way that he's like, you can measure the the people by the way they would feel about Rodney. You know what I mean? Whether they're drawn to him or repelled by them, right? The same thing happens with Gurian in comedy. Like you won't exactly know the type of person. You know, it's a litmus test, if you will. Um, but yeah, if you like radio, uh, that documentary on, on Bob Fast is. Uh, it's amazing. Um, it's really, uh, it's one of the best radio documentaries I ever saw. I also really like the documentary on Rodney, too. Uh, I can't think of the name of it right now. Uh, I think it's The King of the Strip or something like that. Um, all right, we will uh, break here. Be back in just a minute. It's the Ron Fez Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Comedy hit. Channel 99. 
Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Seems to be a crazy day of video. Up on the iBank today is also the Suj Knight uh, running over the two people, which I don't know how this stuff gets out before a trial, um, but if you're interested in seeing Suj Knight run over two people, one ended up dying. Um, that's up on the iBank. And I guess we should point out graphic, disturbing. Uh, Adam in yeah. Illinois, how are you, buddy? Good, how are you? Cool. Good. Hey, brother, I was just wondering, do you, uh, you know, I was listening to that on Mac with Jay Boy yesterday. That shit was great. I was wondering if uh, there's video of that. Well, first of all, this is funny. Who do we have as our intern? Okay. Send him Kay in here immediately, would you? I'm sorry? Uh, we have shot video for most of the Unmasked, and they are all uh, unreleased. Are you familiar with the Unmasked series? Yes, I'm I am. not. Like I said, I just came across it yesterday, and I was like, that's, that's great. Well, tonight... Uh, is Russell Brand, and it's a great one. It's on tonight over at Indy, and that's 9 o'clock. Russell Brand, you'll like to hear that. Now, okay, I'm pointing out to you because you wrote it up as is the Unleashed yes. interviews. I know why I got confused because it sounded he was sorry, asking if it got released. Okay. Yeah, and but then you, that's what I quickly had typed up. You act like it's a, like me and a wild animal that I eventually <laughs> release, and it's not going to be. Unleashed. It's unmasked. Um, so the the Jay Moore uh, that we played over the weekend got done years ago. It's unbelievable. It's really, really great. And whenever we get Jay back to the East Coast, we got to do another one. His stand-up special actually premieres this Friday on Showtime. I can't wait for when that. When is he coming back to the East Coast? I'll have to check in on that. Why wouldn't you check in on it before? Because if he's out to promote that at all, I'd like to uh, to do another Unmasked with him. Uh, here's uh, Jason. Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron Fez. Um, well, I call him because um, the news broke over the weekend that Bill DeMott, formerly known as Hugh Morris, was head trainer down there at WWE Developmental was fired for actually, uh, I guess, being rude, using inappropriate language. I mean, have we gotten so bad that even pro wrestlers being trained, we have to be PC about it? Um, yeah, I mean, we pretty much are at that point now where it is a fireable offense to say that someone not only is a minority, but I think if you call them fat or ugly or anything that makes anybody feel bad we should do you know uh, that's why all of us need to have an apology ready at all times um and be ready to go into rehab at a moment's notice because that will always get out of you just go like this you know what maybe it's the meth problem let me go into rehab work on it get out of here in 30 days and talk about it and apologize to everybody now there's also a piece up on the iBank today sean penn Says he will never apologize for doing the green card joke 
at the Oscars that got a lot of people upset. Now, you're a sensitive guy, okay, right? Yeah. You're part of the sensitive generation. I agree, yeah. And um, it's kind of becoming a bad time for you because your knitting is going to have to be put away until next November. I mean, it's... It's getting warm because fast. It's getting warmer. I mean, yeah. you got the spring collection. You got to do in summer. Wait a minute. There's a there, wait. There's summer scarves. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Basically, because the the way it's designed, it's not as closely knit, so they're they're a bit more like opened up. Do you have any that you could bring in and show us your I spring could, and summer? Yeah, I'm going home for spring break, so I can bring some. I have a, wait a minute. Where two, are you? Where do you? Where are you from? I go to school at Fairleigh Dickinson. I dorm there, and then I live right in Richfield, New Jersey. So. So you. So it's not that far. No, it's uh, it's only like, like he, an hour. Right. For some reason, I thought you went to Fordham. No. <laughs> Go to Fairleigh Dickinson. Fairleigh Dickinson is where Johnny Mac teaches. Yeah. I thought he taught at Fordham. I think that's why my. That's head... where he went to his undergrad. Wow, everything's so. Fun. <laughs> I feel like yeah, he lives only like a town over from because uh, we're in Madison. He lives in. Well, maybe he can pick up your spring and summer stuff. All right, when you go home <laughs> for spring break, I want you to bring in the other stuff because I was. Were you familiar with the fact that there's summer scarves? Had no idea. <laughs> yeah, there is. This is shocking. I mean, to you me. know, it's not when it's like getting warmer out. It still gets a little colder at night. All right, so. now, would you were you offended by him saying? Right as he gave the guy uh, the Oscar, who gave this son of a bitch a green card? Yeah, I was. I th- I don't understand why he bothered to do that. But that's his buddy. Yeah, but I mean, the Oscars usually do have weird things that happen. But I th- I think that's just crossing you the line, especially if there was no apology then after. Well, he's never going to apologize. He's already said that I will never apologize. But why should somebody have to apologize about saying something to their buddy anyway? Because like I didn't were. know that was his friend, so I'm just thinking now badly of Sean Penn, and probably you should go to rehab. Uh, Shelby, did it bother you? No, because it's Sean Penn. He was like one of the first people to take a little single-engine plane down to Haiti after that big disaster happened. He does not hate foreigners. There's some truth to that as well, but no one will have their understanding about what he's done right. over the years. They're just ready to be offended. Now, do you find this offense? Um, you know what? And then... Uh, Big J called himself when he cried on the Brian Koppelman, a.k.a. Jenny Hutt Brothers show. Uh, Big J called himself a queer for crying on the show. And Koppelman told him that that wasn't cool. He can't say that. He also says that you can't say sissy. So Brian is a screenwriter, so he understands these things. Yes. I got to hear this show. A lot of people writing to me, you got to hear this show. Um... I don't like to think of Big J as breaking down like this in public. Yeah, he talks about like another radio show. He had a problem going on, and then he... Why won't you ever be specific? The Bob and Tom show. The Bob and Tom show, which is in in Indiana, right? Yes. What happened there? He did not get the same, like how we come in and we're looking right at him. We're like talking to him. They just kind of like want him to do some material, and they weren't really even looking him in the eye. And he wanted to just kind of blow up their spot. Like and just go after him, but he knew like okay, the, the the club that he's promoting in Indiana, he has a great relationship with. He didn't want to maybe fuck it up, so and that made him cry. That was part of it. Why are you crying over with Bob and Tom just wanting you to do material? 
I think there's there's more than that and how something's they, going on with Big J we don't know about. You might have to take yes. him on one of your acid tours. I'd love to. <laughs> I am not comfortable with these stories. Now apparently Brian, uh, Brian Koppelman is going on the Skank Show that they do. What is it? The, the League of Skanks. Legion of Skanks. The Legion of Skanks, a show that I still haven't been invited on. It's ridiculous. Um, I don't know why my team wasn't up on this last week. All right, so supposedly he called Ron Bennington an ill-begotten son of a bitch and said that David Bowie was overrated. So he's going on the list, the Joe list. (sighs) When can I take a look at some of the spring um, scarves? Uh, Next week. It would have to be probably next Monday. Aren't they the, like the real light nylon scarves? Yeah, it's you know most some of them. A lot more of them are cotton blend. Easier. How come you never make um, you never knit hats? I do. I have a few. All right. I don't have as many with me though, but I'll bring them. All right. But how much does a scarf really make you that much warmer? Unbelievable. Oh, it makes Unbelievable. the difference. <laughs> the fact that you have a scarf on and you tuck it in front of yourself mm-hmm. and your coat, it's a phenomenal difference. Have you seen the new massive scarves that people are wearing that they look like they're wearing the Afghan yeah, blanket around them? I have seen that. That seems like way too much. I like, think it's just enough. You know what? I mean, are you that old that you're acting like what people can and can't wear? I mean, are you that conservative that you're like, what is this ridiculous? Just let people wear whatever they want to wear. But Express yourself is what I like to say. If you want a massive scarf, I mean, that's a bigger scarf than I would wear. But I'm not a very hip looking African American, you know, chucking down the street. I was going to say chick, but now I can't tell from this distance. Oh, so Lenny Kravitz. Oh, Lenny Kravitz is a beautiful woman. But seriously, you have a problem with Lenny Kravitz, rock star, dressing up like that. There's, no. There's, that's too much fabric, Lenny. Why do you got to worry about it? This is what fucking your thing is always. Yes. And it's why that you're hoping that you can get money from your dead dad because you're not going to earn it yourself. You're not relatable to people. You're a church lady. Isn't that Do you think it's a problem that MK uh, makes his own scarves? I mean, yeah. You can you can buy your own scarves. Why are you knitting your own? Why would I buy? Yeah, it's but if you, it's yeah, it's just a form of art, and you're creating and it. And if you want to add certain like elements to it, you can. If you want to make it bigger, you can. And if you do want to make it, what do you add to your scarves? Go for um, Dickinson. Yeah, I I have done some embroidery before, Good. which was fun, but it's difficult. But you're you have that option of doing it. And I got an ad for Fairly Dickinson. If you want to push it to them to try <laughs> to get kids to come, Fairly Dickinson, it's fairly good. <laughs> This is uh, in New Jersey. Yes, I could. We have an open house actually soon, so maybe I can mention that. Yeah, fairly Dickinson. <laughs> it's fairly good. Throw in the water pitch while you're at wa- it. <laughs> water, drink it when you're thirsty. All right, I'll put it right. I'll stand but by also the water. drop it when it's hot. Water <laughs> works. I had some people writing in that it's fairly ridiculous that that's the joke about that. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Mm. Um, Gurian's Roast is tonight. It should be good. And I believe there are a few tickets available. It's the roast of Curtis and Kubi, our own Rich Voss. 
is the Roastmaster. And when I say our own, I mean Opie Radio's. And I'm the only one here that's part of Opie Radio. Know that. Okay. Know that. <laughs> Even that quiet man over there who only does live reads. Know that. He's quiet today. Huh. But he is here. That's true. Today he's going out with his uh, brother, so I picked a nice restaurant out for them. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, I'm hoping it. You know what I mean? Now I'm at the thing where, oh, man, I hope to enjoy it, you know? Yeah. I gave him a couple different options. Okay, that's that's good. Okay. Okay. Distilled is a place down there that they're going to go. It's a little hipper than I thought they would be after. Go ahead and look it up. I gave him a barbecue place, a couple Italian places. I didn't think that Distilled would be the one that they pick, but now I'm hoping they love it. I even gave him Odeon from the uh, 80s. Uh, yeah, that's a little that's a little trendier than I expected them to go. I'm excited for him though. It's American food, and they like Americans. They're young Americans, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, the food Do you trim. remember? Hey, are you excited about this next on Mastin' Gag? Okay? Yeah, John Cryer. That's exciting. Yeah, kind of looks like a young John Cryer. Oh. Maybe you should be the guy who takes care of John Cryer in the green room. I think that you've earned that. That you meet him downstairs, you ride up with him, you take him to the green room, you ask him if he wants anything. Show him a good time. <laughs> Whatever he wants. All right. Russell Brand is tonight. That unmasked is tonight on Indy. Indy. Um, you know, the... Um, all right, Ari Shafir has another new show coming to Comedy Central this week. He's got a second special. He just debuted one from the Comedy Store. Now he has another one that he recorded at the Knitting Factory here in uh, Brooklyn. And what's this one about? This is all about just like things that kind of bother him, um, just like general gripes he has. All right, let's just face it. Yes. Ari Shafir is the king of Comedy Central. He owns them. Um... All right, this week, I want to get a hold of Big J. I want to get a hold of Ari Shafir. I want to know what the hell is happening out there, because I feel like I'm behind it all. Um, and Shelby, you were excited about Nick Hornby, right? Yeah, I, I'm really excited that he might be making another uh, High Fidelity. All right, where's this article from? You got it up on the iBang? This is from Billboard. All right, I'm looking over it right now, and this is your piece. You love Tide Fidelity? Yeah. I, the book or movie? I like the movie. I haven't delved into the book, but... If then why are you exciting about... the? He's talking about writing another book. I, I'm thinking right, like, if all, he's making another book that he's I He's not making another book. I'm looking this over right now. There's nothing in there. It's what would happen. And I'm, I'm, He's basically saying the record stores would be gone. And yet, there are still record stores. And a matter of fact, I would say this. The people who like albums now are more like him even than the people who liked albums in the 90s. Right. But he's not writing another book. It's too bad. So you just read headlines. You don't read the article. 
for this headline, I just saw the word high fidelity too, and I got really excited about it. Read the story before you send it in, if that's what you want to talk about. But also read the book, not just watch the uh, movie with John Cusack. Even though I do like the movie. There's another story up on the iBang where John Cusack is a gigantic star in China right now. And that the Chinese people are buying more movie tickets than the Americans. So... You should really start trying to figure out how to be a little Chinese. All right, new video up by Bill Cosby, uh, where I guess he's out there talking to the people. Wait, let's before we even say anything, go ahead so we can get to the to the thing. But where did Bill find a rotary phone in 2015? I guess that's an old phone of his. It must be in his house because he shot this like right when he got out of bed. He's wearing pajamas. Is he really in pajamas? Oh, God. <laughs> right, but where do you have a curtain like that? It's like it's the old Tonight Show curtain. <laughs> All right, let's take a little listen to this. Yes, I'm going to be in Wheeling, West Virginia, Capitol Music Hall. Eight o'clock show, that's right. And you know I'll be hilarious. Can't wait. There's no one on the other line. Who are you talking to, Bill? That's the whole thing? That's the whole thing. That's this big, I'm finally going to release a statement after all these horrific allegations that I'm going to be in West Virginia. And then- uh, here's what he wrote with this. Dear fans, I hope you enjoy my wonderful video message that's filled with laughter. Hey, hey, hey. I'm far from finished. All right, let's go back to it again. And just think Tracy Morgan, because it seemed like a Tracy Morgan impression. I'm going to be in Wheeling, West Virginia, Capitol Music Hall. Eight o'clock show, that's right. And you know I'll be hilarious. Hilarious. You know I'll be hilarious. We'll get everybody pregnant. Uh, Where's Sam Morell at? Should we have the Twitter people look for him? Yeah, he's uh, ask ask the people need to ask where he is. I have no idea where he is. So he hasn't shown at Sam Morrell. Let us know if we have him. We don't have him here at all. It looks like he's actually down the hallway. So we don't need to ask for him. Do not what ask goes for on him. over there, Shelby. I'm getting a mixed messages. You got to get your team together. Okay, that means your ass is out of this oh. room. I'm sorry. Okay. I enjoy now. Okay, <laughs> you know I enjoyed uh, hearing about it. you. Heard about your buddy, right? What he's going through today? No, I'll talk, call him later. No, it's bad stuff. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we'll tell you off the air. Boy, he's upset. All right, we got our buddy Sam Morrell. What uh, what song should we bring him into? What have we decided? How about uh, some DMX? Well, why wouldn't we bring him into something with Sam in the title? I'm looking, maybe Sean Penn is the, the titled song to I Am Sam we could find. There is a title song to I Am Sam? I hope so. <laughs> Nobody thinks of this before he comes in? Well, we could bring him into Sam and Dave. Hold on, I'm coming. It's hilarious. 
Uh, let's bring in Sam Morrell. See, we brought you in with Sam and Dave. Thinking I love that it. You guys make... were, I, was, I got to see the whole breakdown of how you brought me in. It was oh, exciting. is that right? Yeah, yeah, I was in the back. Yeah, nobody uh, <laughs> told me where you were or not, but uh, you are going to be appearing at the Milwaukee Comedy Cafe this Thursday, March 12th through Saturday, March 14th. Oh, yeah. The Magoobies, your favorite place in Baltimore, <laughs> May 21st through May 23rd. You'll be up... At stand-up Scottsdale, May 28th through the 31st. Yeah. And on Twitter, it's at Sam Morrell. But you are here. We know where you are now. (laughs) We don't have to tweet to you. I'm glad to be here. I saw you over the weekend doing... uh, I don't know. Is it is it still called Red uh, Red, Eye. Red Eye? Is it yeah. still Red Eye, even though the guy left? Yeah, it is. It's a bummer. Greg left, man. We all yeah. love him. Uh, but you know. Now, what do you? What do they ask you to do on Red Eye? I know everybody was taking a little bit of piss out of Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I, I guess that's the hip thing to do. I, you know, I'm I'm probably still going to vote for. Her. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like her and Jeb Bush. I mean, you know, what, if that's what how, it comes down to. Then. How do you go on a show like that? Uh, that As I, a liberal? Yeah. Are you a liberal? I would, I would, if I had to choose one side, I'd say I am, but, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I mean, Red Eye, it's like, you, you gotta, I think you just gotta be funny. Like, there's some people that are long-winded on the show. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about your political affiliation. Uh, yeah. Say something interesting or say something funny. That's how, like, do, do yeah. something, you know? So there was some guy who was long-winded as hell. Uh, you know, on Friday, and I I got bored because he was talking about his marriage, and I finally I just said, "What's lasted longer, your marriage or the setup to that joke you were trying to tell?" <laughs> you know, like pick it up. Well, uh, that's the thing. I don't really want to hear about Clinton or Bush for about another year. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it's like people who start trying to talk to me about the next Super Bowl. I'm like, let's you know, let's worry about that later. Exactly. Yeah, let's enjoy ourselves for some time. Yeah, yeah they usually open with some like something a little heavier, like terrorism, and then it falls into like. Like some weird, some guy got mauled by a cat or something yeah. more fun, you yeah. know? I don't know. Uh, Sam hanging in with us. Now, here is what I want to tell you about comedy and the difficult thing about doing comedy. You try to be noticed all the time doing comedy. Right now, the biggest thing in comedy are these girls called Sketch 3. They put out a a parody of them singing that has gone 2 million in 24 hours. Whoa. Now, let's just take... You can see this up on the iBang. Just play a little bit of it for Sam. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide? Escape from reality? Open your eyes. Look up to the skies and see. I'm just a fool. Now, we'll stop it right there. (laughs) From a comedy point of view, a low score. But from a fuckability point of view, the score is through the roof. Especially the easy come, easy go part. I mean, you're jacking off to it. 
And the girl in the back, who was incredibly hot. They're all pretty hot. You almost get panty shots at her. Like, I will end up just <laughs> focusing on when I'm going to see the cunny. But, um, but this is the problem, that they can put this out as comedy... And it's sweeping the thing of, hey, you'll like this comedy. Isn't that weird? And also, didn't they do this in Wayne's World? Wasn't yes, that the they thing? did. They no, did this in Wayne's I World. I get a little annoyed when people pass off stuff as comedy. We're like, that's not comedy. Like, there'll be like a beatboxer or a magician <laughs> on a show with us. And we're just like, this isn't fucking comedy. You're like, you could do this somewhere else. I guess they're just trying for stage time. But, you know, right. they get extra points. If you're like a magician on a comedy show or something. You're already one up. Yeah, yeah totally. Well, what's great about that is they can buy pieces of their acts at a store where it's difficult for a comedian to do that, but a magician can go in and go, I like that trick. Here's $49. Yeah. That's eight minutes for me. All exactly. right. Out of these girls, Shelby, who would win the hot contest for you? The girl in the striped shirt, the blonde. Not even the girl showing off uh, Cunny, the girl with the big tits on the right. Sam, where are you for I this? I think I'm on the same team. I like her. I'm going to still stay for the girl in the back because I feel like she's a real goer. Where I got a feeling that the girl that you guys like actually thinks this is comedy. And <laughs> That's um, a good point of view, actually. Yeah. That's yeah. The girl that's trying too hard to be funny. Right. Oh my, there's nothing more annoying than someone who's trying super hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? You ever mm -hmm. with someone like... Sometimes you get those on those shows where they're just like... So it'll be someone really interesting and they're just, they're just doing like long-winded bullshit jokes mm -hmm. and you're like just be just be yourself it's yeah. better how long have you been doing stand-up now almost 10 years almost 10 years yeah and these girls went who i feel like have been doing it 10 minutes right. put up one video and two million hits within 24 hours by the way brian may from queen I'll also retweeted this and put it on his Facebook and said, this is great. It is. I mean, look, yeah. if, if this is your song, this is yeah. great. Yeah. But like, I, I have no problem with this being a big hit. I mean, yeah. have they been doing it for a while? If they have, great. If they haven't, they're not going to be prepared. So, you mean you know, sketchy? Yeah. That's their name. Sketchy. Sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Because they're sketchy. I, I think they're Australian chicks, which, by the way, the United States, we have to realize that Australia has just bypassed us in looks, and there's nothing we can do about it. This is, this is sort of like a car full of Jennifer Lawrence's. Like, this is this type of thing that people expect her to do, how she's... Do you... Would, now, you take your stripey girl. Do you think she's hotter than Jennifer Lawrence? Because I don't even think it's close. I'm going to give it to her over J-Law. Yeah. All right, let's play a little more. Let's see if we actually eventually see Cunny. <laughs> Grabbing the tits. By the way, this is the kind of um, thing that eight-year-old girls do when they think they do exactly what the <sighs> lyrics say. So they're doing interpretive stuff. YouTube has changed the game in yes. that way. Right? You could you could just grab your tits back in like the '80s and be stars. By the know? way, once you grab your tits, I'm starting to fall my my way over to your to your girl. I'm kind of feeling sorry for the brunette who's not getting any love though. <laughs> She's got a steering wheel in the way. Yeah, but I also think we're going to see Connie from my girl back on. Ooh, 
Something you can send your grandma, you know? Yeah, like, isn't this cute? Yeah. Yeah. So these three gorgeous Aussie chicks, two million views in 24 hours, basically lip-syncing to Queen... And this is going to lead to probably a movie deal. Jimmy Fallon's going to have them on next week to recreate this. Or Ellen. Yeah. Ellen loves to grab people off of YouTube and bring them in. She gave ten grand to the people who took the picture of the the dress that everybody had a debate over which color. Just just for making everything viral, she just gave them ten grand. You know what? With with ten grand, she buys goodwill every day on that show, though, because there's always someone that she brings in. And like you'll never see Jimmy Fallon hand somebody money, but Ellen just hands it out like there's no tomorrow. Jimmy Fallon would bring in. Here's what Jimmy Fallon would do: uh, he would take somebody whose house burned down, like you see them on TV, bring him on his show, and have them play quarters against him. <laughs> That's right. He plays like beer pong against Judy it's, Dench, and you're like, "What the shit is con- this?" <laughs> it's just constant. You know, Letterman must just be sitting there going, "This is why I'm leaving. I have no idea what to do." Letterman's like yeah. this great subtle comedian who yeah. just like he'll like kill with a look. Fallon's doing. <laughs> Like, you know, quarters against some yeah. like legendary actress. It's crazy. And so, then he brought on um, the the girl, and they just sang duets 
for an hour last week. And you're like, Merv Griffin did that stuff in the 80s, and everyone thought it was corny. And now everyone was like, you know what? Jimmy Fallon is so edgy with what he's doing. Well, it comes in waves, right? Everything yeah. goes, comes and goes. Like, right now, I feel like the three-camera shoot sitcom is considered corny, you know? Yeah. Like, everyone's hating that now, you know? But that might come back in, like, ten years. Where everybody will turn around and go, oh, you're doing that Louie thing. Right. You know? Oh, black and white. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like burying your soul comedy will be hacky in like 10 years, you know? Right. Like, get back to making shit up, man, you know? We were just talking about that because our our buddy Big J cried on a radio, on a, on what was it, Cobbleman's show? Yeah. His podcast? Yeah, yeah. And I'm still trying to figure it out. Why Why well, cry? Yeah, why, why guys will allow themselves, like we were talking about, you would never have looked back at older comedians. And if they would have cried about something, people would have called it hack because it would have been about, you know, uh, please give money because these kids are sick. You know what I mean? And everybody, oh, he cried on purpose. Yeah, I kind of like the shows where you just go on and crack jokes. I don't really want to get to my core. Like, I have a therapist yeah. for that, you know? I don't, I don't want to go on a podcast and be like, tell them about what they did to you. And like, I don't know. I just want to tell jokes. It was sort of already weird because Amy Schumer was on the same podcast and she had mentioned Big J as being like one of the most genius people in comedy and then Koppelman followed that up by saying, yeah, but he really should work harder. And I think that got passed on to Jay before he even went on and that kind of hurt his feelings too. Well, what? that's also, that's a weird thing to say Jay should work harder because I know yeah. Jay and he, and he works very hard. I think it's also like, you get this rep as like a guy who like, Jay, like I'm like a late show comic too. You know, like uh -huh. I see Jay a lot because we're on the same shows a lot, like the late seller show, late wherever show, and like we both have a couple drinks because you know it's late. What else? Yeah. What else are you gonna do? You know, uh, there's a different vibe on those late shows, and I think you got to match that vibe sometimes. So you think that's why people are saying that he doesn't work hard? Maybe because you're out late and then you got to sleep in late, and you know if you get home at like four or five a.m. just from work and three a.m. from just from working, you're gonna sleep till one. Well, what is know? what is Koppelman's point? What what should Jay be doing? He he then Jay came back to him and said, "You, I'm not working hard. I do know how many spots I'm doing." And he kind of he had to backtrack, like, "Well, I meant I meant this," and I had, didn't. Well, know what did he time. mean? Like since he probably you may not have seen him doing like the one hour special or doing like this. But that isn't a matter of work hard. That's also have to do with. I mean, is he saying work hard off stage? Yeah, just why haven't we seen the one hour? Why haven't we seen him do these big things? Yeah, but things do you and, think that yeah. a, a comedian should even be defined by a one-hour special? No. I think it's only whether the guy is funny or not. The thing about Jay is, I think he could walk in anywhere and be funny. He's one of the most in-the-moment funny people I've ever seen in my yeah. life. It's, it's unbelievable. And also, I will say this, when I saw him do that crazy off-Broadway play where he went from singing to dancing to crowd work. Yes. First of all, I never saw... I mean, you. They, it's almost like you're forced to get out of a hole. And the fact that he was hysterical doing crowd work after showing that he wasn't really a singer and dancer, I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it would have been more difficult to say you have to do crowd work by taking a shit into a jar <laughs> on stage. I watched him doing uh, crowd work with Will Sylvance over the weekend. Uh-huh. And at some point he said to Will, because you know Will is uh, Haitian, and he's like, yeah, you're not one of, this some guy, some white guy was from an island. He's like, yeah, but you're not from one of those good islands. Like, Will's from one of those, like, machete sandal islands. <laughs> I thought that was, like, the funniest <laughs> reference. This guy's from, like, a high-fiving P. Diddy island. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's amazing off the cuff. It's so, it's so good.
I got to look into Brian now, what he's doing. I think, I, I think he must have been, because Brian respects stand-up so much. Like, uh-huh. He's a guy, I met Brian at a show that he, in, on 14th and B that he came to because Barry Sobel was on it. Right. Like, that's how much he, like, he knows comedy from the 80s. He always, he always, I remember he was pestering Mark Maron and have Alan Havey on, which is like, right. you know, he's behind, like, pure stand-up for sure. Right. You know? So maybe he just said this thing off the cuff, Big J got his feelings hurt, and then just went in there and opened up? Yeah, and about, uh, like, the radio show was serious, and they got deep into that, and how uh, it hasn't happened yet, and he that's when he started crying. I guess I gotta listen to this. Yeah. And then I guess they were trashing him on, on Legion of Skanks for crying. Yeah, like, for sure. Trying to get Those pricks him. will. Those yeah. so-called friends... I had a slip. I did their podcast a couple weeks ago, and my cousin's a big, big J fan. Uh huh. He's a big stand up fan, and he texts me right before he's like, Oh, you're going on, I thought you're going on Big J's thing. Uh, tell him I love him, and he has the, uh, he has the voice of a sex offender or something. And I accidentally said he has the, uh, the appeal of a sex offender, and, uh, that was not as nice. <laughs> it was like, it's a slip of the tongue. <laughs> yeah. Well, those things will also happen. Alright, we need to break here. So you can do another, uh, spot? Yeah. Good. We'll be uh, right back. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Ron and Fez. On Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Comedy Hits. Channel 99. Buddy, the very funny Sam Morell sitting in with us today. It's been too long, though, Sam. Too long, man. We can't play this game anymore. I'm around. I'm uh, around. Performing at the Milwaukee Comedy Cafe this Thursday, March 12th through March 14th. Magoobies in Baltimore, May 21st through May 23rd. Stand Up Scottsdale, 28th through the 21st. And on Twitter, it's always at Sam Morell, at Sam Morell. Uh, Legion of Skanks has sent us a bunch of the stuff that happened that why Big J cried. And I believe they're all going to get to to discuss this on the next Legion of Skanks. Um, I got the wrong guy over there because I got Shelby. You're starting at the bottom instead of the top. Shelby? Shelby, you got to answer yeah. me back if you're in this. So this is going to be him talking about it first or what? This is him actually crying on the podcast. On De- on Brian Koppelman's podcast. And they had to use the most badass headshot for him. Yeah, it's kind know. of badass. All right. I, I, I don't use this in any kind of like can't like throw off of a term either. I mean this. It's going to be epic. It's going to be awesome what we're able to do on that radio together. Me and him are going to make funny that's going to be pull over your car funny. And you're saying that to you still is the thing that drives the bus. That's, that's the thing that drives the bus, but I'm saying but like uh, it, it, it's... See, it makes me almost emotional now to say it's like it, it bums me out that at 37, uh, that amount of money like was so like ah, now we're not getting it. It's like man, I'm totally. You mean you're not getting it because you guys haven't made the deal? No, I mean that money's not on the table anymore. Why? Because oh, the, the deal changed. The deal just changed. So to, for, no, and for, I see you're getting emotional for, because you yeah, want for the this stipulations so- that we have to do. 
I got it because it's yeah. restrictive. It's too restrictive. They own too yeah, much of yeah, your yeah, lives exactly. if you accept that too. But I see you getting emotional, getting teary eyed, and uh, <laughs> but but what but, but queer? No, <laughs> no. Uh, um, stop that for a second. I didn't see him break down crying. You know what I mean? Like not an embarrassing cry. He's just busted up over it. But here's the thing: Jay is so funny. Oh yeah. That who cares what the the next gig is? While he put why he put so much emphasis with the Comedy Central Radio? Because it's because it's not just that though. I I can see it. It's the business, man. The business beats you down. It's terrible. Like it's, it's one of those things where you have to constantly not snap. Like I, I'll t I'll tell yeah. you just a minor thing. Last night, I come off the weekend doing a bunch of hot shows. I'm at a, doing a show at Gotham last night. The crowd is just not even fucking paying attention to me, and you have to stop everything in you to not lose your shit. You have to like—I right. have to have this voice in my head going like, "Dude, just take it easy. It's okay." You know what I mean? Right. It's so I get where it's like, yeah, this business breaks you down until you 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 have to be so resilient and strong. But it happens to everybody. Like I'm—I swear to God, I'm sure to everyone. But he's—I know he's looking like I'm killing. Everyone tells me how funny yes. I am, and I'm watching hacks fly by me. And that you got to have a lot of inner strength to to keep going through that. You know. All right, well, let me tell you. So I, I get it completely. I get where he's coming from. All right, let's see what some of now Legion of Skanks have sent this to us. Uh, they're going to be doing their show this week. When is it exactly? That's Shelby? on. They do the show Tuesdays at 10 p.m. at uh, the Creek and Cave Comedy Club. And you can uh, live stream that on YouTube as well. Okay. And then it replays all week, and you can go there, and you can smoke pot with them, and you can drink with them. Yeah. It's a very lax. They got me wasted two yeah, weeks ago. It's a very lax uh, setup. <laughs> I, I, um, I could tell you a funny Legion of Skanks. Yeah, I would, I would tell, no, Well, okay. Well, it's, I mean, I was so fucked up there that <laughs> I, uh, I I asked uh, Rebecca, who owns the uh, Creek in the Cave. Yeah. I was asking her, I was like, hey, what's your landlord's uh, phone number? Because <laughs> I fucked her landlord like three years ago. Oh, jeez. I haven't <laughs> seen her in like three years, but I was like, hey, what's her phone number? Because that's how drunk I was. And uh, she's like, yeah, I'm not. She's like married now. I can't give you yeah, a I'm number. I'm not sharing that. I'm not yeah. sharing that with you. And... <laughs> I just met her at the uh I met her at the creek like years ago. Uh, I did a hurricane benefit there and I just went on I just was on stage. I like kind of held the door for her and she was like no after you and I was like all right sorry I was trying to be a gentleman. Jesus, you know, like jokingly. Yeah. And I was like whatever so I just walked away and then she kind of laughed when I said that. I was like oh, she's cool. We just start talking. And uh she comes over to the to the bar and uh she's like hey this is a really weird question. And I was like, yeah, okay. And she's like, uh, she's like, no, never mind. I was like, no, just say it. I'm like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not going to have sex with you in the bathroom. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm not that kind of guy. And she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> she kind of said it like she was disappointed. I was like, all right. And then she's like, do you want to come upstairs real quickly? And I was like, are you fucking serious? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I got a spot in like 40 minutes. I could give you like 10 minutes. And she's like, perfect. That's all I need. That's all I need. I need eight. Sam Rell doing, doing the kiss and tell. It's uh, yeah, but well, it's a, it's a creek story. But it know? was only one time. That one it time. Happened, one time. And you haven't seen her since. Well, I tried to get her number like three years later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember that time you and I spent twelve wonderful minutes Eight. together? 
<laughs> you did yeah, but you had gotten the light, so I got the light. Yeah, you could you had more. I can't I can't miss out on weekend pay. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's dating stuff right there. But uh yeah, no, it, it was insane. It was an insane she was like a hot uh, older woman. Uh-huh. It was going to look like Shannon Doherty. All right. Yeah. Now, by the way, Rebecca who runs the creek um Maybe a saint for the way she takes care of all these guys. Yeah, it's amazing. And and to be honest, a saint for not giving me her number. I mean, smart move. Yeah, that's how unacceptable yeah. that be at like shit face at midnight. Like, yeah. hey, I'm downstairs. Uh, good for her, Lynn, but also good for you. I think in the long run, you know, looking out for everybody. Looking out for everybody. Yeah, good person. Because you're ready to move on and be in a serious relationship. I'm ready. I'm looking yeah. for the real thing. This is the year I get it together. Uh, I quit so, porn. That's because so, I'm lacking connections with people. I quit porn. Our buddy Big J, who uh, <laughs> I don't, are you totally off porn? Yeah. Smart move. Yeah. Because it's it's a soul killer. Yeah. Now. After that, all you need is a little bit, you know what I mean, to get back into it after you've had some time off of it. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's it's insane. I mean, I, now it's like I can just like jerk off to my thoughts. Now I'm like, I'm like Obi-Wan now. I'm training right. myself. But like, I, I was watching too much porn. I did, like, I, I, I was joking with my friend. I was like, I did like a two browser system. Mm -hmm. You know, like where you do all your bad stuff on like one browser. And, right. And all your decent, like I, like I, it's like I lived a double life or something. <laughs> Not like even. so far, you thought I was a good person. Firefox was like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I mean? <laughs> Fun. Safari, boom! You are you're able to move around. It's terrible. Go to news sites. <laughs> Everybody's fine with you. You're an upstanding. But Firefox, you're basically the porn king. Uh, I was I was the yellow king. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a true detective and Asian reference right there. And, and it works on both. Uh, make sure we see if we can't get a hold of Big J. Uh, as we look into some of this. All right, so he did that. Let's see what Ari Shafir did back to Big J. Legion of the Skanks is sending all this to oh, us. Oh, I heard so. of this one. The White Sox are not going to win a championship. You're out of your fucking mind. All right, listen, notable President Barack Obama. I can't talk right now. i got to make a video for Big J Okerson. Yeah, the guy from the crying video. That's absolutely... <laughs> no, dude, you can't use words like that anymore. It's homophobic. Uh, nice. Whatever. We all learn. I'll talk to you later, Bucky. What's up, Big J? Heard about the deal. That fucking sucks, bro. That fucking sucks. This business. Never stop shitting on your fucking grave. I get it. I get it. I got a deal right now with my own billboard being up on Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> Giant 30-foot picture of my face staring down Sunset from my, right in front of my old apartment building. <laughs> and I'm already not going to comment. <laughs> Go cry to your mother, bitch. <laughs> it's like, here's, here's the business and here's Big J. I'm like, get in there. Get that fucking... Get that, oh, yeah. Business. Oh, yeah. Stuck his dog's... Oh, Jesus. What the fuck? He just stuck his dog's face up his ass. Is that legal? I don't think so. Now that you bring it up, Sam, good legal point. <laughs> I hate to be the buzzkill here. I don't think you can do but... this in a post-Peter world. State by state. <laughs> that is, he's making Michael Vick look like a saint at this point. Jesus. So, but he's saying the same thing as you. The business grabs you like you were yeah. a small, helpless dog and shoves you up its own ass. Yeah, but I just said it. I didn't act <laughs> okay. it out. So that's the difference. That's, uh, that's the big difference. I you think can he's say right. it, you know. Uh, I think he's it's, writing what he said, not yeah, what he, not, you know. not what he did. <laughs> All right, what are the other videos up here? By the way, the Legion of Skank Show seems to be, you know, lining up to be legendary.
legendary. But I will say this in the case, Big J will be prepared, I believe. He'll be prepared to take this on. Um, he encouraged it, I think. Yeah. But I think he'll, he'll battle his way back out of this. You will find Machismo J in the future. What are you going for here? I'm just seeing so, where uh, different things start in the video. But what wanna... is, is? Are we back to the same one as before? This is the other Legion of Skanks members commenting on okay. it. Okay, let's hear that. Carter, I'm sure that's doubly frustrating to you because you're like, I'm doing what I can do. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but oh yeah, we're on camera. Yes. No. Absolutely. It's... First of all, Jay, we can we can stop if you want to stop. Um, Shelby, explain to everybody, I, I will everybody say, who's talking here. This is Brian. This is they're listening to the Brian Koppelman. Okay, so Jay. this is them. This is yeah. us listening to them. Listen, Koppelman was just like a shrink on him, huh? He seemed like a sensitive guy. Yeah, he's you know? almost too sensitive. Like he cares about people. <laughs> Boy, if you want to help someone, Brian, help that uh, cop-hating sister of yours, Jenny Hutt. All right, let's go back to here's Kurt talking about Video. Jay. Uh, that I can understand why you feel frustrated, and and I think. All right, here's your dumb video. So, uh, listen, I totally get where Jay's coming from because I've been in that position where I got emotionally attached to the money, and then didn't get the money, and uh, you know, I mean, I didn't, I didn't cry like a woman, but I do get it. <laughs> uh, it's a uh, soda. It's a tough video to watch. Watching or listen, listen. I listen to it. Listening to Jay choke up. Very reminiscent of Andrew Dice Clay on Arsenio Hall when Ford Fairlane was coming out. That you don't know how much this means to me. Um, I think the worst part of listening to Jay breaking down like that was hearing the pressure he's putting on our radio show. I think that's uh, not sad as much as it is terrifying for me to know that. Um, God, we really. This thing's got to fly, huh? It's fucking breaking, Jay. I mean, years in the black circuit and Philly didn't break Jay. And this goddamn radio deal's breaking him. I mean, I feel guilty. I feel like I'm going to start crying. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. I'm fucking sorry. I'm fucking an idiot. I'm fucking idiot. I'm fucking idiot. <laughs> Hi, Jay. I'm afraid of Lewis, and he's making me make a video. Joe List. Joe List, Bowie hater. I feel bad that you cried in the podcast, and I'm not comfortable making fun of you, but I'm more afraid of Lewis than I am of you. So here's my video. I think it's fine that you cried. I often act like a big bitch sometimes, too, and so I don't think it's really... This is like an ISIS video. Cool it to is. Make fun of somebody for acting like a pussy... Uh, in front of thousands of people, I just think it's—it's it's just something that I've done personally as well. I've tried <laughs> quite a bit too, because I'm also a bit. So I'm sorry that Louis maybe do this. This is uh, starting to get to be frightening. That. It's the exact opposite of your friends coming to your aid. You know what I mean? Um. So, we tried to reach Jay. He's on a train? Yeah, he's on a train right now. Underground? Yes. Is he going to be able to call us by the end of the show? He's unsure of it. We're still trying him. Now, 
how would he be able to say I'm underground without being able to it's say like that to us? It's like calling someone and saying they're asleep or yeah, something. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. When you called Christine. She okay. Uh, Sam Morell's in with us. You haven't cried today. I haven't cried in a while. Not and since yet, Joe Mackey went on the road. And <laughs> <laughs> You and Joe, you're not. Are you guys still doing that? Show We're not Carolines? doing the Carolines now. It, it kind of just ran its course, but yeah. uh, no, he's not. He's been on the road like nonstop. All know? still tied in with that TV show. Well, it's not connected directly anymore. But now he's, you know, he's benefiting from, from that the, exposure from the heat yeah, that yeah. happened there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good kid. He's all right, but. You miss him. You're just afraid to say so. I do. I'm trying to get my compliment moment. That's it. Let it go. <laughs> what if this puppet was him right now? What would you say? What would you say? I would say I touch you there, there. <laughs> How could you not molest him? Oh, my he's God. He's so adorable. He's like a pedophile's dream because he's I like know. 34, but he looks like he's like 15. Yeah. And it seems like everything must be clean. Yeah. I'm fairly sure his dick must taste like vanilla ice cream. <laughs> I don't think there's any doubt. At least a swirl. Something. Yeah, something yeah, I th- nice. I think when Geppetto made him, I think he mm. definitely uh, <laughs> mm. he definitely put some flavors there. Uh, Sam's going to be performing at Milwaukee Comedy Cafe Thursday, March 12th through Saturday, March 15th. Uh, he'll be at Magoobies in Baltimore May 21st through May 23rd. And he'll be at Stand Up Scottsdale May 28th through the 31st at Sam Morell on Twitter. Make sure if you get the opportunity to go out and see what they ignored at the Gotham Comedy Club. <laughs> <laughs> now, why does that happen, you think, some nights? You know what? Stand-up? It was a headliner. Uh, such a nice guy, too. This uh-huh. guy, Victor Batetto, who was headlining. And... Uh, his crowd just, I think, really just wanted to see him. Well, his um, he got that bump up from that crazy snow video. He made, look, his videos are really funny. Actually, yeah. I was watching some of them last night because they played him at the club. Uh, yeah, they just could not have given a fuck about me. I got there's a few jokes they didn't even like. They were just all ordering. It was one of those. But uh, the original video that he did, it got sent to me so many times. I think it's got 13 million hits. Insane. Now let, let's remember oh this: thirteen million people are not watching American Idol. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a weird thing, and it's all about a guy freaking out in Jersey because the snow's coming. And I swear to God, it gets brought up. It got brought up to me today. I, believe it or not, I'm not even making that up. Today, someone said, "Would you have him on your show?" This, this video is enormous. Right. But you're right. It, his crowd just loves him and his videos. So, yeah, so I think they just, me, it was just like an inconvenience that another comic was going on. Right. You know? But, uh, I mean, they were fine. I didn't like, it wasn't like an ugly bomb, but it was one of those things where you're not even being acknowledged. And you're like, all right, dude, I'll get off. Like, the second you get the light, you're like, I'm out. All right. <laughs> How much time did you have to do? Like 15. But yeah. I remember the second I got off, he's like, you got such a great voice, which yeah. is like the worst compliment you can get. You, know? <laughs> you have a Fantastic. Your posture is amazing. Uh, Gurian wrote about him in the, in his column this week too. Uh, 
I guess because he played Gotham. But yeah, he do, he has created his own unique... It's like what Tyler Perry did, right? Tyler Jeez, Perry I'm sure does, he's going to appreciate that one. Tyler Perry does <laughs> movies, though, that people who don't go to movies go see. Right. They only go to see him. You can say it, black people. You can say uh, it. Yeah, but even a certain kind of black person. Right. It's like a church lady black person who has never heard of Bruce Willis <laughs> or Denzel Washington. Did, did you ever hear Tom McCaffrey's Tyler Perry joke? No. He said I got thrown out of a Tyler Perry movie because I was the only one not talking. <laughs> <laughs> I had to... I had somebody that I was doing an interview with was in a Tyler... Uh, uh, Eugene um, Levy. Levy. So they said, he's coming in, he's in this movie, go see it at the screening room. I saw it at the screening room and I started to look around like... Is this a fucking prank? Because I'd never seen a Tyler Perry movie it's before. It's unwatchable, right? It's It looks like they don't even give a fuck. Yeah, you know I, what watched, I, mean? I watched one on the road in the green room because I was yeah. just curious. I'm like, I've never seen, I'm shitting on these movies. I've never seen them. And I was like, oh, wow. yeah, these are even worse than I imagined. They're terrible. So there, there was improv in the movie that looked like. There was no script at all because they would be like, uh, could you take these papers downstairs? Take the papers downstairs? Is that what you want for me to take the papers downstairs? I'll take your paper downstairs. And that was the end of the scene. I'm like, no one wants to tighten this up, oh, yeah. work on it a little bit. But the people show up so they don't give a fuck. He can do whatever. He, he was... In, he played Medea in a Tyler Perry produced movie, but it was a drama film. Like he, they, he yeah, made the, the movie. The one I do. saw, a woman got like gangbanged by a football team, and they were trying to turn that into like a serious plot. <laughs> I saw one that he did with a serial killer that he was chasing, but Medea wasn't in it. But uh, there were people like Ed Burns were in it. Like they have enough oh money gosh. now to go pay people who do real movies to come and do it. He wasn't gone. I thought girl. fifteen minutes was going to be as low as Ed Burns' song, <laughs> but apparently not. <laughs> Jesus, that's a bummer. Ed Burns did he did a couple good ones, man. It's amazing. Stuff. I like I yeah. like some of his early stuff. I'm, man. I'm a real fan, and he's a Knicks fan, so I give him extra points. For but that, you yeah. can't you can't take a guy who does independent film. And then fault him because somebody gave him a, a fucking truckload of money to stand next to Medea for no, a couple minutes. Of course, of course. And plus, as an independent filmmaker, Ed Burns wants to know, hey, how do you get an audience to just keep uh, showing up over and over? Um, all right, we're told that Big J's on the Long Island Railroad. Sounds like he's got a like he's doing Anthony's show tonight. Why else are you on the Long Island Railroad? There could be no other reason. Yeah, there's zero other reason. <laughs> the Long Island Railroad, it's really the worst. It's so, true. if you want me to, if you want to find out the show that I wanted to do, I guess tune in to Anthony. Have you done his show yet? I have not. I've not, you know, I met him a couple years ago, and I remember that he, there was a joke of mine he liked. He saw me open for Jim Norton. Yeah. And, uh, I have this joke about how I say, uh, I was on the train. I'm a big Knicks fan. I saw this guy wearing it, uh, and I was like, I was like, 
what do you think about the Knicks this year? And this guy's like, why are you asking me? Because I'm black. And I was like, you're wearing a Knicks jersey. That's why I asked you. And he was like, yeah, because it matches my sneakers. And I was like, oh, that's because you're black. <laughs> that's because you're black. <laughs> and, and that's the joke. He's like, yeah. when I met him, I got off stage. And he was yeah. like, that's because you're black. He kept saying that. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, you're not helping his, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. All of but, our uh, friends were trying you know to what? You reboot know what? Uh, yeah, Anthony. He seemed like a very nice guy. Yeah. And very, very funny guy. Uh, Charlie in Queens thinks he has an update. Charlie. Hey guys, hi guys, how you doing? Good. Y- yeah, Ronnie, uh, Jay's daughter lives out in Long Island. So yeah, she's but... She's going to Ann, she's going to his daughter. No, Jay's daughter lives with Anthony. She just hit 17. Oh. This is not a good public relations <laughs> yeah. episode yeah, for Anthony. Every, <laughs> this is not everything we wanted to do. <laughs> We'd set out, you know, we're going to fix all that. Uh, so Legion of Skanks uh, is doing the show tomorrow. The tomorrow, whole, the, all three of them. All the entire Legion of Skanks show is on the Kumia show. Um, so he'll basically do the show that I want it to do. Yes, talking to Big J about his meltdown. Well, that's even better. I feel better with Anthony doing it. That's because you're black. <laughs> It was really fucking funny. He's, yeah, he. I think he saw me two straight weekends. I was with Bobby Kelly the weekend before. It was yeah. like a few years ago. It was like probably three years ago. And he saw me, Bobby, and then the next weekend with Norton and Caroline. Well, we got to get you on, a ch- on his show because it's so damn funny. He's great. I, mean, I actually saw him on Red Eye when he was defending what he did. Yeah. And it was a fucking great episode. Yeah, he, was really, not- he was really... Because you know what it was? Greg and Andy, are, I guess, are friends with him. And they held him accountable. They're like, well, look, we'll have you on because like, we're your friends, but we're going to be hard on you. And he was ready for everything. He Can was I tell very you good. something? I yeah. thought they sold him the fuck out. I really? thought they did. Yeah, I thought that they were just like, hey, you're on... I'm like, if there's any place that anybody should have said, hey, we get you... It was that show. But I think they do get him, and that's why they have him on all the time. Right, but, but they should have said it. Yeah, maybe, I mean, I thought they were kind of like... I talked to Greg about it, and he was mm-hmm. like, oh, we did that because no one's going to believe... If we just had him on and we were nice, it wouldn't have done anything. But if we were a little pushy... Because I thought he came off great. From watching yeah. it, I thought Kumia came off like... I was like, oh, I totally get why he did that, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I'll rewatch it. Maybe I'll... No, you know, I just, I was looking at the time for people to be friendly to him. Yeah, I guess, like, look, I might have been a little harsh on them. Yeah, that's that's a definitely a tough position to be in when you lose your job, everyone's kind of trolling you and stuff, you know, so. But now he's doing better than ever, so who's to say? Uh, Sam Morrell, our buddy uh, at the Milwaukee Comedy Cafe this Thursday, March 12th, through uh, Saturday, March 14th. Then McGooby's in Baltimore, where they love you, by the way. Do they? You are beloved there. May 21st <laughs> through the 23rd. And Scottsdale, May 28th through the 21st. That's StandUpScottsdale.com for tickets. And at Sam Morrell for everything, for every uh, little Twitter that you want to send, good, bad, or indifferent. It's all there. People now tweet to the comedian while he's on stage. You have to stay 100% connected. Yeah, you get a lot of insults. It's crazy. Yeah. You get, like, I got one from a girl the other night who at, at the cellar who just said something like, uh, 
didn't really like your jokes, mm-hmm. but uh, you were kind. You were cute in a quirky way. So we're like, that's not even really like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like even like the half that's complimentary isn't really complimentary. Like you're not attractive, but I think like maybe a little. And then uh, and then I was just like, I just wrote back bad opener, and she wrote back. Uh, I've seen you do this joke. Too, was one joke too many times? Ooh, can't take that, can you? And I just wrote back. Now I'm not definitely not having sex with you. <laughs> it's not happening. And then she wrote back uh, something else me and I. Just just wrote back, all right, maybe you can still make it on my blowjob mailing list. Sweet. And she wrote, done. <laughs> and I haven't heard from her. No, but, shit, too bad. But that was, so yeah, but that's, it's usually mean. It's usually, I get Michael Phelps with Down syndrome a lot. That's one. <laughs> I think it's mean to everybody. You, Michael Phelps, and people with Down syndrome. That's right. Yeah. It is. Everybody has a chance to, I think even swim fans or Olympic fans. It, it, offs- it offends me. It would really offend Michael Phelps as I was, like spent all this time getting in shape. I'm, and, like a, I'm like a shitty, shitty version of Michael Phelps. Well, I guess that hence the Down syndrome. And yet he but. does have Down syndrome, which no one ever brings <laughs> up. Uh, did you watch the autism show last night, uh, The Too Many Stars? I uh, did not. Amy Slade on it. She's awesome, man. But she just came out from word go and just killed. But I think one of the sweetest things ever, and I don't know whether we put these up or not, but the little kid with autism singing with Weird Al was one of the sweetest things I wow. ever saw. I gotta check. It aired last night. It aired last night. They, they ran, raised a ton of money for it. All kinds of funny people on the show doing all kinds of things. And then they had a kid with autism who didn't talk until he saw Gilbert uh, and do that that cartoon movie Aladdin, and then he started talking like Gilbert as a little kid. What if that were what if that were like a condition of autism? Is that you got starstruck by Gilbert Gottfried? Well, he and Gilbert came out and did scenes from the movie. Oh, that's amazing! And that was also just uh, adorable. So that stuff did not go up on the iBank today. All right. Um, but we did, anyway, we did, night- we did a, a Schumer episode like two yeah. weeks ago. You know, Sean Donnelly. Yeah, we did an episode of a show, and I was we were both dressed like I guess we were playing like burnout college friends of her boyfriend. Right. And she, we walked in, and she's like, "Oh my god, wardrobe really did like a number on you guys." And we were like, "These are our clothes." <laughs> <laughs> How long? Uh, when's that show start? Her TV show? I don't know, but I mean, from what I hear, this season, like, I already think the show is great. I think it's the best sketch it, show. It might be period. my favorite. Yeah, it might be like my yeah. favorite. Show. I love it. I think yeah. she's so freaking funny. Yeah, I I I was sat down and you know I mean she's obviously very funny, but the writing crushes on a consistent it's level, so good, man. way more consistent than the other sketch shows do, and uh, I think I think it's got to really get recognized. Um, for just how damn good it is. But maybe it'll happen this year since she's got the movie coming out with Apatow. She, who's, who's on fire more than Amy Schumer right it's now? It's true. Crazy. And she also, she's executive producing a, a pilot for Comedy Central for Rachel Fiennes that I'm writing for. So is I that hope, right? I hope that gets picked up, you know? Yeah. Because uh, that show is hilarious. Yeah. What, what we shot is freaking hilarious. So, you know, I'm hoping. I love to hear it. Sam, good to see you again, buddy. Good to see you, man. Let's uh, do this more often. I'd love to. And let me get you hooked up to get you on the Kumia show, because... uh, 
Let me know. You know, you're you're so good to him. <laughs> the way that you went to bat for him today. Oh, man. The love. Uh, make sure you go out and see Sam Morrell. He's at the Milwaukee Comedy Cafe this Thursday, March 12th through Saturday, March 14th. McGooby's in Baltimore, March 21st through May 23rd. And stand-up Scottsdale, May 28th through the 31st at Sam Morrell. If you're a fan or want to blow him on Twitter, <laughs> it's all available. That's to women only. Oh, shit. That or Joe Mackey. Joe Mackey can blow me, <laughs> but it's a power thing. It's not a sexual thing. You like that now? <laughs> uh, that's the end of my show. Dong. Soon it'll be filled with park and cars. I watched it for a little while. I love to watch things on TV Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of I've been told that you've been bold With Harry, Mark and John Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday to Thursday with Harry, Mark, and John. Satellites gone up to the skies. Things like that drive me out of my mind. I watched it for a little while. I love to watch things on TV Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite You know what you've been doing? You've been listening to the Ron and Fez Show. It's now over, but don't worry. You can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand.